good day all before we start the mighty sports podcast i just wanted to take a quick moment for you guys to hear <coughs> a snippet of a i should say a snippet but a pocket another podcast that i heard it's a very short podcast it's done by emmanuel Acho. and if you haven't had the opportunity to hear it here goes your chance now and in the wake of everything that's going on i want to introduce to you an uncomfortable conversation with a black man. As soon as this is over, we will continue our podcast as regularly scheduled. I thank you. Welcome to the first of hopefully many episodes of Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. In the midst of all this chaos in our world, so many of y'all have reached out to me, and by y'all, I mean white people reached out to me asking, how can I help? How can I join in? How can I stand with you? So I've created this for you um, because in order to stand with us and people that look like me, you have to be educated on issues that pertain to me and fully educated so that you can feel the full level of pain so that you can have full understanding. I, I fervently believe that if the white person is your problem, only the white person can be your solution. And so this is made for you, my white brothers and sisters, to increase your level of understanding so that you can increase uh, your level of compassion and lead ultimately to change. So consider this a safe space to answer so many questions that I've seen from y'all. The first question I've seen a lot of, Emmanuel, why are y'all rioting? I understand protesting, but why riot? And to that I submit this. Uh, MLK said that rioting is the language of the unheard. For years, black people have tried peacefully protesting, going back to 1965 and before with the Selma March, and that didn't work. And then in 2016, Colin Kaepernick, he took a knee and that agenda got moved to a flag, which was never the goal. He just wanted to raise awareness on social injustice. So that didn't work. And so now we've seen riots because black people and hurt people are trying to get the attention of the oppressor. They're trying to raise, raise awareness of the oppression. Uh, I was in, uh, I was biking around Lake Austin the other day and there was a white girl around, about 15 meters ahead of me. And as I'm on my bike, I say to her, on your left, because I want to notify her I'm coming so that she can change her course of action. I get 10 meters away and I increase my voice, on your left, because she had yet to move. I get five meters away and she's still there and I say, on your left, because I realize if she doesn't change her course of action, there will be a collision. And as I approach her, I yell, on your left, and we collide. My goal was never to hit her, but because she had her headphones in, she didn't hear me, and so she didn't change her course of action. I believe that that's the same thing black people are doing now. 1960s, we're yelling, we're oppressed, but the course of action wasn't changed. And so we again yell, we're oppressed, but the course of action wasn't changed. And so again, we yell, we're oppressed. And now you see the collision that's occurred in America. So while I don't condone rioting, and I'm sure you don't either, because for the most part, black people and others that are looting and rioting destructively, they're burning down their own homes. But when you think about the five different stages of grief, you come up to one stage, which is called anger. And sometimes emotions, they don't know their actions. I remember my mom, when I was a child, she lost her, she lost her sister. And I just remember her yelling and screaming. And I come outside my room and I see my mom throwing herself into a wall and I'm wondering what happened. And my dad tells me that my mom's sister had died. Thinking back on that, throwing yourself into a wall, it's not gonna change anything. You're actually harming yourself. 
but sometimes pain and hurt, it doesn't know how to express itself. You know, another question I get from my white friends, they ask me, why do you think white privilege exists? And I say this, if you and I were in a race and the official at the start line, they held me back for the first 200 meters and you had a 200 meter then head start, the only way to level out that race is to either stop you from running or put me on a golf cart and catch you up and catch myself up. Well, you see, what we've done in America is we've simply said, okay, Emmanuel, you're now free to run. And we've acted as if it's a fair race. When in all honesty, black people were held back for hundreds of years. And so if in the late 1960s, we say, okay, black people, you can go now. That's not a fair race. LBJ, he said it best when he said, you can't shackle and chain someone for hundreds of years, liberate them to freely compete with the rest and still justly believe that you've been fair. So white privilege is, it's having a head start due to hundreds and hundreds of years of systematic and systemic racism. It's having a head start intrinsically built into your life. It's not saying your life hasn't been hard, but what it's saying is your skin color hasn't contributed to the difficulty in your life. I live in an affluent neighborhood in Austin, Texas, and if I ever go to my mailbox and I see a white woman walking up to the mailbox, I consciously sit in my car because I don't want her to feel like I'm a threat. If I'm on an elevator with a white person, I try to hit the button first and get off the elevator first because I don't want them to perceive me as a threat because I realize at any point in time, whiteness can be weaponized. We saw that this past week, Amy Cooper, Central Park, the woman who called the cops on a black man who wanted her to leash her dog because it was illegal to walk your dog without a leash. And she used two words that are a death sentence for black people. When she called the cops, she said, there's a black man who's threatening my life. Both of those things, as far as when you compile them together, were a lie. Because that black man, he was a bird watcher. And while so many people saw that incident and they were heartbroken, I, as a black man, saw that incident and was reminded of 1955. Emmett Till, 14-year-old boy who was lynched, mutilated, and killed by two white men because a white woman made a false claim saying that he flirted with her. In 2017, that white woman recanted that story. In 1956, the two white men that killed him, they got off. And they admitted that they did it because they knew they couldn't be charged again due to double jeopardy. That, to me, is white privilege, the ability to weaponize your whiteness and the ability to live life unconsciously because I, as a black man, have to calculate every move I make the second I walk outside my house. Another question I get that I'm sure several of y'all have thought, if not your kids have, how come black people can say the N-word, but we can't? I had to do some research on that to educate myself a little bit further. The N-word is synonymous with oppression, execution, and subordination. Black people were so long treated and viewed as no more than the slave to a master. We were viewed as dirt, and that word is synonymous with that. So there is a visceral reaction whenever we hear that word coming out of someone whose complexion is white that reminds us of the pain of our ancestors. Black people took something that was meant and originally used as evil, and we turned it, turned it into a term of endearment. So white people, I, I submit that you can't, shouldn't, and nor should you ever have a desire to say that word, whether quoting a rap song, a movie, or anything. Because remember, that word is truly synonymous with hatred. The abolitionist Frederick Douglass, he wrote when talking about his master that uh, reading and learning would spoil an N-word. Because remember, black people were nothing more than a slave to their master. And 
when you think about, well, then why is your black people saying it? And if I can't say it, then you shouldn't either, black person. We've been oppressed for so long, our rights have for so long been limited, that for you to now try to again limit our speech, it's painful. So that's why, in a nutshell, in a few minutes and seconds, why you can't say the N-word. And another question I've gotten so often, how come black people care more about white on black crime than black on black crime? It's not that we don't care about black on black crime, but let me propose this. When a black person commits a crime, they go to jail. When a white person commits a crime, they get off. And hopefully, they even get arrested. Ahmaud Arbery, the black man that was chased and gunned down by two white men in Georgia. It took us two months to arrest those perpetrators. And the only reason we did? Because we saw the video. Imagine if camera phones didn't exist. Black on black crime is an issue. But if you do the research, high violent crimes are all interracial. Blacks kill blacks, whites kill whites, Hispanics kill Hispanics. So it's not that we don't care, but it's the same issue as why y'all saying black lives matter when all lives matter. We understand all lives matter, but right now, black people are dying at the hands of white people, and I can't change that. Only you, my white friends, y'all can change that. So if you wanna know how can you help, how can you stand with us, how can you stand with me, you must first educate yourself so you know exactly what you're standing for and why you're standing. Because the only way we can solve this issue is through exposure, through education, through compassion, and through empathy. Thank y'all for tuning in to the first of hopefully many episodes of Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man. Consider this a safe space to educate yourself and help me help you by leaving your questions and sharing this video. Because while you might think you're not ignorant, someone you know and someone you love, they may be. And now we get to start our podcast. And yes, Johnny, my brethren, me Omano, before I even start the podcast, your happy birthday to you. You old some bitch you. I love you all day. You're my brethren all day. Happy birthday. But we about to start now. And I'm going to finish up my plate of oxtail while that intro runs. I probably got like another 90 seconds worth of eating left. Run it. Talk to my IT Take a seat. Good morning, boys and girls. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Tinman. And our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up. So we're going to go around the room. You over there with the Afro puffs. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like 
a designer. Those are some pretty good professions. And you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Oh, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you, back there with the bus saw dreads. What would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. Hi, T. Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host. The one and only Dallin Thomas Taylor, the one and only the Brooklyn Bus, or one and one and only the Mad Podcaster, the one and only Mr. Take That, Take That, Take That, Take That. Hold on. Can you finish this for me real quick? Take that, take that, take that. Himself. Whew. It's another beautiful day down here in South Florida. Yeah, it's another beautiful, and I, and I mean that, I mean that, and I, and I know this for a fact, because I've been out on the streets. It's another beautiful day down here in South Florida. It's June 10th. Right now, it's probably about like 82 degrees outside. Yep, 82 degrees. It's been a wonderful day. Not too hot. Nice little breeze passing through here every once in a while. I wonder one of them nice things to stand out there and protest again. Yo, shout out to my homie, right? My new, my newfound homie, Jamie. So let me, let me, let's, let me tell you guys real quick. So you guys knew last week, right? What happened with the protest and everything, right? And I was the organized protest was happening. One of the organized protests happened in my city. So since the two, since Tuesday had happened, I hadn't done anything, you know, after the after that, you know, when we spoke to the podcast. And then Saturday rolls around. And I'm leaving the, and I'm, and I'm playing. I'm leaving from playing basketball with a couple of the homies. And I passed by the same place I was protesting at on Tuesday. And I seen this one lady there, right? And, and let me let me let me, let me, get, let me be full disclosure. I seen this one white lady there, right? Protesting there by herself. Black Lives Matter with her son. Love, live and let live, or love and let live on the other side. And it starts going through my head, right? And I start reflecting about all of the, literally, the, all of the overwhelming amount of support. I see you, Paul. Give me a second. <laughs> all of the overwhelming amount of support that I got from Tuesday's protest that was continuing even until Saturday. And I thought to myself, like, how can I have, you know, one of my, one of my thoughts, like, how can I have this individual out here, you know what I mean, fighting for my rights as I'm going and just driving by. So I said, you know what, at bare minimum, let me bring her a water. And 
as I bring her the water, then the same thing starts happening in my head. And I'm thinking like, once again, how come how am I just gonna just let this whole moment just pass by like this? So over the conversation about offering her water, even though I saw like a little thing of water sitting off to the side, like offering the water was just like the icebreaker. And next thing you know, I'm standing there with Jamie for the next, I don't know what, two hours, hour and a half, two hours. My fist raised as she holds up her sign, Black Lives Matter. And then we talked by this time now. Like I said, that was Saturday. This is Wednesday now. We've been out there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we've been out there five days straight. And I told her on that first day that if she's going to keep on coming out here to protest, then she would never have to worry about protesting alone. You let me know when you're going to be out here and I will come join you. I came and joined her the second day. By the second day, we exchanged numbers and now she and now she gives me a call or she texts me. Well, she texts me, I should say. Whenever she's about to come out here. I'll, I'll go out and protest and I go and I join her. I don't care what it is. I stop, I stop doing whatever I'm doing or whatever I have planned for the day or whatever I've, I've, I've progressed with today. And I head out there and I go out and join her. Some days it's just been me. Um, it's just been her and I. On other days, other individuals have passed by and saw us out there protesting and come up joined us. Um, so and it's been good, like Ayana, William, his his wife, um, Melissa. Um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to stay conscious enough to remember these individuals' names because they don't have to be out there. They don't have to come and join us. Like I know the reason why I went out there, but then I guess the same reason why I went out there that. that feeling keeps passing on to other individuals and once again it's still it's still an overwhelming feeling right and nothing i take lightheartedly but that's what i've been doing basically since then and i will be out there again tomorrow and i will be out there again friday unless i go to downtown fort lauderdale so i really wanted to take a time out and really just like before I even started the podcast fully, just just give a shout out to Jamie. You know what I mean? Like my my my, my protesting homie. So I even went as far to to eventually pass out the 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 invitation to Jamie to let her know that. And, and she's a much she's she's a she's an elderly she's an elderly woman, right? She's she's, I wanna say, she's an older woman, older than me. I don't want to say she's an elderly, but she's older than me. She's about I feel like she's about my mother. I haven't fully asked her her age, but she's about my mother's age. It feels like feels like <laughs> but ultimately i told jamie that thank you thank you phone that you know what from here on out she has a protesting buddy i don't care if she's protesting women rights i don't care if she's out there doing a breast cancer march i don't care if she's out there protesting for the lgbt i don't, I don't care what she's out there protesting like if she gives me a call she 100 percent will always have a protesting buddy for the rest of her life like, 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 seeing her out there really meant that much to me. Like, thank you, Jamie. I don't even know if she's listening to the podcast, but oh my god, like these last five days, like, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. She's honestly the individual that even told me about the Emmanuel Acho podcast. I, I didn't realize that he had done that. 
So she actually had introduced that to me, and that's the reason why you guys got that at the beginning of the podcast because she introduced it to me. And when I heard that podcast, right, it's a very brief podcast that he had. He, there's a second edition to it now, and I won't be opening the show with the second edition. I don't think because I haven't heard it yet either, but I don't know. But definitely that first one I thought was as generic and as blanket. Basically, like we've all written papers for like school and for for school in, in some way, shape, or form. That was as good as an opening statement or opening paragraph to give a nice little summary of of just of of, of things that are happening. That I couldn't put it in better words than to just give him that space. I see you, Brett and Lou. Well, I'll be coming room room later on. <clears throat> now. They finally have buried George Floyd. Um, that was yesterday. And, and as, you, as you guys know, right, the whole entire protest and George Floyd murdered on, on May 25th. Um, on June 2nd, Al Sharpton did a, um, um, did a sermon for like basically his wake or whatever you, uh, I guess to put it in, in universal words. And then yesterday is when they finally buried him. I, I can honestly tell you, I don't know how long I'll be protesting. Part of me feels like I need to be protesting for at least a minimum of nine days, for for, for a minimum of at least nine days. I'll, I'll tell you this, like my, like my shoulder is, is completely shot. I have no clue how the hell I'm keeping it up there half the time, but whatever. Like, I'll be done pretty soon, and I'll move on to my next cause. Because, listen, there, there are more causes that still have to be addressed. And, and trust me, I, I am going to I am gonna talk about about. A few of them. I guess I know you said like, yo, this tea, this is a sports show. No, 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 no. This is a life show that likes to talk about sports. <laughs> so don't get it twisted, B. <laughs> and thank you, Poe. I, I do see you. And no, Poe, I haven't. I have not gotten a chance to go check out your po- Um, to go check out your webs. I think I heard about it today. Finally, was it today or yesterday? I think it was today when I hopped onto your podcast. And you told me about it today, and then you know today was prep work for you know, on my podcast. But I definitely will be going to check out your podcast. But Poe, if you're listening. Drop the information to your website um, below in the comments so individuals know on where they can go for your website. And also, don't forget to listen to Post Podcast. I'm um, 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 Holy Shift, um, so you can get your spiritual readings on. Like, I definitely listen. Come do Allah, you know what I'm saying? It's readings on. Like, basically, it's an opportunity to speak on t- to speak in tongues when the lights are on. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, and there goes the website. It's holyshift.com. W H O L E E S H I F T dot com. Holyshift.com. <laughs> so a lot of things have been happening. Um let's also start off the show by giving a big shout out to Drew Brees. Last week on this podcast, we came out and f- listen. I don't, I don't take back what I say, right? When I say what I say, you have to understand. Half of what I say is 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 my personal feelings. <laughs> e. <laughs> half of what I say is my personal feelings, and half of them is what 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 is most likely to be expressed as the general feelings of the public. Wholeheartedly, yeah. Un- until. I, I got a little bit more confirmation on Drew Brees. Drew Brees was not gonna was not gonna be a qualified player in, in my fantasy football league. That was last week. We even here felt 
a little. It was difficult to fu- to fully place Drew Brees on where we uh, based off of his comments last week. Not quite sure of where his heart fully lay. You know, I'm fully lied. And in a very quick turnaround, Drew Brees may have shut all that shit down. And like I said, like I personally have friends too, where I also, like I said, like I can understand. Enough friends having a heart-to-heart talk with Drew Brees to where he may change his mind. I can't understand enough people reaching out to Drew Brees where it feels like, oh, damn, I must be fucking up. Because I have a friend like Drew Brees. He can't play football for shit, but I have a friend like Drew Brees where he's just clueless sometimes. Like, like he's just flat-out clueless. And... You will know the difference. That you'll know the difference between some of the individuals that, that are clueless and the people that you believe that no, 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 no. You ain't clueless. Like, there's so something off about you, about human rights in general. Like I said, like, hey, hey, for these last couple of days, I've been protesting. I, I, I will wholeheartedly say that I've, I, I've had to remind my buddy, like, listen, don't match the negative energy. Right, because if us standing out here with a sign that's saying Black Lives Matter and me with my fist in the air is offending somebody, then we're doing something right. Like that's not a, that's not like don't match their energy. That's not a us problem. That's a them problem. And why and why they pass by two two random human beings just standing on the sidewalk and they want to spew out evil, then that that's so that they know there's something wrong with them. Like don't match that energy. We don't need to. We don't need to. We stay in our light. So shout out to Drew Brees, right? Not only did he issue a written apology, then he came out and gave a verbal apology. Then he was attacked <laughs> by the president. So, so this so Joe Drew Brees fucks up, right? And he first like this is this was rephrase like Drew Brees fucks up, right? And goes and he got he got the alley-oop question and the first word out of his mouth. I, I'll, I, I'll never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag. And everybody was like. Yo, did you just really try to put us back four years? Like, what the fuck, B? Like, 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 how? So his boys went and they talked to him. Like, yo, like, I, I, like, I, like, I've talked to my friend, and like, my friend have talked to my friend, and I have my other friend has talked to that friend, and I have other friend have talked to that friend, and I have our homegirl have talked to that friend, and I, have, you know, what I mean, like, I am expected that Drew Brees' phone blew up in this same kind of manner, and this people is talking to me, and he, and and listen. I didn't believe it initially, possibly with a written statement. Anybody could pass out a written statement. But he had a moment. I, I truly believe he had a moment. It was like, yo, wow, okay, yo, I fucked up. And he was like, okay, yo, my, my written statement ain't good enough. Fuck it. I'll put out a verbal statement and I'll keep making statements and I'll show you about my ass. Because he's like, yo, I realize, yo, like, I can't give you enough words to say that to say that I, I, I'm, I'm going to do right. I'm not, I can't give you enough words to show that I don't have this this kind of hate in my heart. Like, like I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to show you. And then the president. Gave him the alley-oop that he missed the first time. And was like, yo, Drew, you don't got to apologize for shit. Yo, grab him by the pussy and tell him to shut the fuck up. And Drew was like, no, no, Mr. President, you are wrong. Shame, shame, shame on you and your house. And you paid for a wife. People are hurting. My words hurt. People that I love, and they're hurting a bunch of people in a bunch of ways that I could not have fathomed. I should have thought more about my words. I am sorry, Mr. President. You are wrong. Fuck you two guns up. And Drew Brees, Drew Brees, I am here to say, 
one week after your temporary suspension from the mighty fantasy football leagues, you have now become a qualified player again. You are back on the open rosters. Kudos to you for realizing what the bigger picture is, ultimately. Now, there's a bunch of people that, that have gotten either, they either realize that they're getting the message or they're not getting the message and they're paying for it. And, and we're seeing this real time. You ask me, where's the sports that? Well, here comes all the sports that you need. Like I said, everything ties on the sports when we're serious. So it's the fabric that ties us all together, right? The Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, right? The Panthers, they drop CSI Securities. After their owner or CEO, whatever he is, Ken Gill, I know I know somebody named Ken Dahl, but that's not him. I actually, I think I used to know somebody named Ken Gill too. Was he a singer? Well, okay, that has nothing to do with this. But CEO Ken Gill made some off-colored remarks about black people and how we need to manage our black-on-black -black prom a little bit, focus on black-on-black -black prom more than police brutality and social injustice and systemic racism. And he was quickly checked for his comments. And for any individual that, listen, and I'm going to tell you right now, so you've listened to the podcast, any individual that ever thinks that, right? Whether it's from a point of true uneducation or if you're just trying to be an asshole, I'll address you both in the same tone. What you are technically referring to um, is the numbers that that are based in any in any society, right? You in, you ultimately kill the people that you are generally around more. You generally kill the people that you live around more. You kill the people that you know more because a lot of crimes are crimes of passion. So yeah, you're right. Black people kill more black people. White people kill more white people. Spanish people kill more Spanish people. Native Americans kill more Native Americans. How do you want to break it down? Christians kill more Christians. Like, like, like how do you want to break it down? And that's still not even the point. So once again, you could keep trying to deflect with your noise and, and, and everything else, but don't understand that it will not be tolerated. It will not be accepted. We will no longer allow you to get away with your bullshit rhetoric. Basically, the same thing I keep telling my niece and everybody else, you must be willing to stand in front of the face of your oppressors, let them know that we shall not be moved. Fuck you. So, Carolina Panthers have dropped CSI. But they aren't the only ones. Charlotte Hornet dropped them, said fuck you. North Carolina State gave them the big fuck you. South Carolina University gave them, or USC gave them, or whatever it is. South Carolina gave them the big fuck you, the Charlotte Knights, uh, and the Columbia Fireflies. They got dropped by the motherfucking Fireflies. That's how many fuck yous you're getting out here. Nobody's tolerating the bullshit anymore, and I'm glad. What's going on, Nat? One love. Nat, make sure you go you, you go to holyshift.com and you leave yourself a testimonial on Poe's website. You've gotten a reading. You know you liked it. Now you tell the world how much you liked it. Oh my goodness. I've never been read that way before in my life. The way she spoke to the inner depths of my soul. Leave it all, B. Leave it all. 
<laughs> um, Jordan, you hear? He find he he comes out, and not only not only adds to the cause monetarily, but also adds to the cause vocally. Which, if you've known about Jordan's history in the past, or even just watched it recently in the Last Dance um, mini series, right? They extended Jordan highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> you would have ended up seeing that. Yeah, Jordan has pretty much kept himself pretty straight and now. Well, listen, Jordan may also be functioning out of the out of the status that he knows now that he cannot be touched. He knows now that he has nothing to worry about. He knows now that he's not going to lose an endorsement deal. He knows now that he's not has to worry about about possibly getting a pay cut from an owner anymore. He is the owner. He can take these stands. And no and not for nothing, the fact that he knows now that he can't take the stand, he is 100% taking it even much kudos to him because listen, sometimes you only you only can do what, what you what you believe that you can do but but listen, doing something is better than nothing. He may listen. He may be late to the party, but who of us are, do are not fashionably late on a regular? I'm just saying. Like, if you if if you're guilty, put your hands up. I, I can see some of you guys with your hands up, or maybe I'm just looking at a reflection of myself with their hands up. But I know I represent 100% of the population, so maybe except for Lou. Like, like you're like the only motherfucker that 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 likes to be that that that, that likes to be um like uh you know what's what's the opposite of fashionably late unfastably on time like like uh, the fuck like he'll like he get there so early he's helping motherfuckers put up the decorations like i get there so late i'm i'm, I'm in there for the third shots like i'm just saying like we're built different for parties for parties Mi hermano. jordan donates 100 million dollars over the next 10 years basically just say to the cause he passes out a statement and lets them know that he will stand with those that stand again, that stand for equality, I should say, that stand against inequality, that stands against oppression. He will consistently stand for those that stand for freedom. Hey, we, we basically, he ends it by saying, we have had enough. And there's a joke out there that's saying that he saw Kanye donate $2 million and it, and it, and it inflated uh, competitive nature in him, and there goes his $100 million donation. Whatever it takes, be by any means necessary. Holla. Now, there's a lot of, I said, there's a lot of dominoes that keeps happening, right? And some of them are good, some of them are bad, but they're dominoes. They're, they're consistent dominoes. Reebok decides to drop the founder and owner of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, for his insensitive comments about Floyd, Greg, um, George Floyd's death. Murder, I should say. Let's just put it in proper context. For George Floyd's murder. Um, he mentioned that racism, I think it was some, what was the comment? That racism must, must, must be like a global pandemic now. Or it's like, it was something, it was, we have to go look it up. I don't, I don't, I didn't have him quoted here. Hashtag Floyd 19 instead of COVID 19. And it was pretty, I guess, funny at the time, right? Because he had been pretty silent for the most part um, about the whole entire Gregory Floyd comment. So the fact that that was his first comment is, is what started striking people as, as a little off color. And then also, he started go, um, when he was having meetings, 
he he one hundred percent put in his in his Zoom. He's like, yo, you know what? No, no, guys, we will we will not be taking any kind of moment of silence uh, um, over the over the murder of George of 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 of, of George Floyd. Nope, no, 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 we will not be. He, since then, has been dropped by Reebok. He's been dropped by Rogue Fitness. He has been <laughs> his merchandise has been removed from several gyms, tons of gyms all across the nation, and he has now resigned as the CEO of CrossFit. What's that? Things are happening. Your 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 racism would not be tolerated anymore. Like, listen, like if you you understand, people like people are getting their scholarships pulled for racist tweets and and, and Facebook posts. The the character from Flash, I was watching him. I was watching Flash at the time. I was watching an episode that highlighted this individual, but elongated man. Had some had some off-colored comments back um, a couple years ago. Guess who's no longer on Flash immediately? Elongated man. Or at least the dude that was playing elongated man. Done. Gone. Finito. Finished. Your racism will not be tolerated anymore. The revolution shall be televised. You will all witness it. We will all witness it. The racism... All the bullshit would not be televised anymore. NASCAR was trying to get the Confederate flag removed from all kind of from all NASCAR events. Well, guess what happened today? The Confederate flag has officially been removed from all kind of NASCAR events. Because honestly, you tell me when. What's going on, co-host? I see you, KJ. Where? Do you get to see the flag flown for the side of the rebellion? Talking about, oh, we just want to show our pride for Saad that fought for this. No, bitch, you fought for the losing side. When the fuck do we rap? Do we do we, do we celebrate the losers? Or especially when the losers are on the wrong side. Like you tell me that. Like you was on the side of racism and you're like, oh, we want to keep throwing our flag that represents our sovereign pride. Bitch, it represents your losing side fighting for racism, fighting for slaves. Nope, 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 nope. Guess who's no longer in NASCAR either? Confederate motherfucking flag. Bye, bitch. Wash your hands. And they thought they had one. They thought they had one. When I say they, I'm talking about the Confederates of, of, of NASCAR and of the South. They thought they had one. And they reached out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. This represents our pride and, 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 and what we've done to, 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 to hold on to the, to the, to the straples of, 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 of the fuck is in our goddamn head. And Stone Cold was like, no, you dumb son of a bitch. It's not about that. <laughs> he said it, it said it to a, to a bunch of people, right? It, it represents what uh, it represents. You trying to oppress? It represents the slavery. It represents all this. He said. He said. You, you know. And Stone Cold don't want none. No piece of that. So you could take that and shove it up your ass. You dumb racist son of a bitch. Stone Cold, my dude. Listen, when The Rock runs for president, you better be his VP. You better be his VP. Can't lose. Can't lose, and I can't wait. <laughs> So I'm proud of guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin stepping out, right? 
even more like but I'm, I'm tons of athletes lebron james for for what he can listen i give him a lot of shit for for his three and nine record on the court but when it comes to when it comes to like social injustices and and and, and actions off the court lebron james is a perfect 12 for oh so don't get it twisted when i talk about lebron james i only talk about the stuff he does on the court off the court which I don't talk about enough because we like to keep it on the court or on, on the film. As long as you ain't doing nothing illegal to, to fuck shit up. I mean, which is probably something, that, you know, in our part, you know, sometimes we talk about, we talk about Warwick Dunn and how many houses he's continued to give out, which I think is up to like 180. But we don't give him enough credit for what he does off the court and how he continuously stands in front of the, you know, stands right there in, in, the, in the face of the president. And, and, and could he do more? Listen. It's always going to be somebody that's going to be unsatisfied with what he does. But at least he does nothing. At least he doesn't do nothing. So And what he does is a whole lot better than nothing. So, like, people like him, MJ, for what they've done. Even Kobe, believe it or not. Kobe, 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 even no longer here, still even managed to make a statement. Because before Kobe passed, years ago... Before a game started off in warm-ups, he wore a shirt that said, I can't breathe. And right now, Kobe is not breathing, and we're still talking about a problem that he had when he was playing. He hasn't played in four years already. He's already passed. So even Kobe still managed to make a statement. Bill Russell, some of the GOATs. So while, like, like, listen, I'm proud of them, and while this movement, and, and while there's momentum here, and we have this going on here, listen, we're not done. We're not done. Like I said, I, I, I told you, like I told my protest mate, that I, I'm willing to, to go and protest anything because there's still fights to have. Like, we got to find out how ICE keeps losing little brown babies. We, we got to find out how ICE keeps losing, like, how the fuck you lose 1,500 people, period. Like, you, you tell me, how the fuck does I, how the fuck do you lose 1,500 people, B? If a teacher loses one kid on a field trip, they're, no, they're most likely no longer employed at that school. How the fuck does ICE get to lose 1,500 people? And then weeks later, we hear about bodies washing up on beaches and nobody blinks an eye. Of how they're treating these, these, these little kids. How, how they're demolishing these families. Oh no, these fights aren't done. We are not finished with you. We will get equal rights everywhere. You're going to take that knee off of everybody's neck. We will continue to stand in front of the face of our present and let you know that we shall not be moved. Listen, we just want our piece of American pie. We're not going to be denied it by any means necessary, B. Women rights, too. You're not off the hook. Don't worry, ESPN. I'm coming back for you as well. I will be editing my video pretty soon. And I will be letting you know again. That you are probably, you are the number one entity holding the progression of women's sports back without you realizing it. Only because you refuse to give them the platform necessary to thrive. You are the ones that can do it. Make an ESPNW channel. Not just a website that can be out of sight, out of mind. Put it in front of our faces. Stand in front of the face of the impressors and let them know that we shall not be moved. Put it in front of our face. Let us see it. 
every single contract that you have with women's sports. If you want women women's sports to get paid more, guess what? When you give them those television contracts so you can televise their games because you need to help make money off of them too because they're now covering them, they will get that pay increase. Go reach out to, ESP, to, to, to the WNBA and go give them that extra dough. And put them on an ESPNW channel where they can always be seen. Go get the Women's Tennis Association and put them on there. Go get Women's Golf and go put them on there. Go get Women's Volleyball and put them on there. Shit, listen, and don't complain about the programming. We remember how you guys were in the early days. You was you, you had us watching people play darts. You had, us, you had us watching people throw logs over fucking sticks. You had us watching all kinds of madness. Do whatever you need to, to get enough content to put on there. And also... If you're wondering what else you need to do, we also need to hear about them enough. The same way how I know who the, who the, who the top 100 kids are that are coming out of high school for men, I need to hear about the top 100 women coming out, of college, coming out of high school for women. I need to hear about the top 100 women coming out of college. I need you to talk about them consistently on, on, on an everyday basis. I need you to pontificate about them every single day, debate about them, see who's the best, put them on channels. You have enough female analysts. You have enough female correspondents. You have enough female with knowledge in the game that can do this on a daily basis that can that can give you a show like Mike and Mike that can give you a show like First Take that can give you a show like Jalen and Jacoby that can give you a show like 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 the Michael K show you have enough you ESPN or 100% the, the thing that is holding back women's sports put it in front of our face the way men like it the way people like it sorry into my manhood a little bit <laughs> but put it into our face the way that we like it the way that we need it every single day to start making them matter not a 15 minute segment once a week no and that's only when you think things are hot no give them their own station you need to hear about them every single day if I can hear about Kevin Durant, goddamn playing, not playing, playing, not playing, when he ain't played ball in a year, yet I ain't hearing shit about the WNBA, give the people what they need to make women's sports what it should be in this country. Listen, go give a country out to the um, um to 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 the to the to the, to the, to the Legends Football League, L the LFL. All of it, there are enough of them out there. You can fill it up. You can put on the stations. And if you're worried about taking a loss, you're probably only going to take a loss for three years. We all know how businesses work. You can take a loss for five years before we, um, without, without trying to get any kind of reimbursement. So don't act like it's hard. The statement is going to be way bigger than the loss. And then you would have been the station on the forefront of women's sports. You talk about it everywhere else. You talk about being on the forefront of everything else. Do it here. I'm going to make another separate video for you guys. I'm going to share this to you guys every single week until you get it. I am going to annoy the living fuck out of you. Welcome to my T-World. Coming for you, B. <laughs> I'm telling you, B. The revolution will be televised. We are here, B. We are here. Like, like, no longer, like we're not going to let, let that shit, like, this shit fly. Nah, nah fuck that. Use, use all the momentum. The, the, the NFL players, they went to the NFL. They, they passed out a nice, a nice little media package, right, that was produced by one of, by one of the executives of, of, of the NFL. That, that made, that is making the NFL owners admit that they 
<laughs> they silenced their speech basically when it came to speaking up for social injustice. I, I don't I don't know if I quite said it last week, but I know I definitely put it in a post. I expect every single player to take a knee. Fuck that. Take that knee. Push their lines. See what the fuck they say. Make the people uncomfortable that want to that don't want to be uncomfortable. They say, oh, you, I've heard some individuals say, nah, they shouldn't take a knee anymore. Like, like, like it's time for some additional action. No, 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 you're right. It is time for some additional action. But still take that knee. Continue to stand in front of the face of your impression and let them know we should not be moved. The reason you take that knee is because it continuously to make to make those uncomfortable. It continues to remind everybody what the fuck we're fighting for. And it's going to make some people mad. Just like how me standing on that corner made some people mad. Made them call me a loser. Made them say, fuck you. Made them say all kinds of, made all, said all kinds of disgusting shit to me. You understand? It's okay. If they're mad from that, then you're doing the right thing. Don't ease up. I'm with my co-host before I get into this other topic, right? Because there's some personal news, right? There's some personal news that's going on. And I don't, I don't want to go too far right now because even though there's a part of me that's, that, that, that wants to talk sports, there's a part of me that I'm, I'm feeling a little pushed back away from sports. Just like how the NFL, or I shouldn't say the NFL, but what's going on, Inspired? I appreciate it. I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing, sweetheart? Just like how the NBA and the NHL have all had to find ways to push back the restart date of their season. While Major League Baseball, oh, I bet no problem, no problem. You go 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 ahead. What movie you got? First, tell me what movie you're watching. I then go ahead and enjoy. Cause I'm I'm just curious. I'm just curious as fuck. <laughs> it's okay if you can't say the movie is way more important. Family time is way more important. First Lady, facts. Um, I don't remember what movie that is, at all. Not even one bit. But you go enjoy. Listen, I may be here when the movie's done. I doubt it. I hope I'm not. Because if I'm still talking when the movie's done, that means like I've, I've overstayed my welcome. <laughs> so, there are other teams that have, have, have had things pushed back, right? As they're trying to restart. NBA and NHL. And they're trying to figure out how many games that they need to calculate to so they can get enough games in to go and start some kind of playoff format. Major League Soccer has decided that we are going to start. So Major League Soccer starts on July 8th. Basketball starts on July 31st, and they're looking to end around December 1st, so they, or and start their new season, I should say, on December 1st, right before Christmas. We want those Christmas Day games. NFL is going to continue to start on September 20th. And Major League Baseball, they're not quite sure but there's a proposal out there. I'd agree to, but a proposal out there to start on July 10th. But they still haven't come to the agreement. And I don't know if this has passed since I've last checked. That was earlier today. If they want to play 76 games or 89 games. And 89 games is something that the Player Association is... is is suggesting 76 is what the owners are suggesting. But ultimately, Major League Baseball has not been able to come to an agreement or start playing so far. Because they could have been playing already. Just to let you guys know, they could have been playing already. But they have not come to an agreement on what 
the players should be paid per game. And that is ultimately because the owners want to pay the players a fourth of their contract. So, granted, the players want to get half of their contract because they're going to be playing approximately half of the season. When I say half, I mean approximately. What the owners would like to do is pay them a quarter of their contract for half the season because there's not going to be any fans in the stands. As if the owners will not make this money back up. The owners at the listen, I don't care how it sounds, the owners acting like dicks. The owners want the players who will only have a certain amount of time to have this maximum earning potential to take pay cuts so that they can maintain losses. Losses that they're going to 100% make back over and over and over and over and over again. So now Major League Baseball is starting to feel a little bit of pressure. I just told you, Major League Soccer is going to start on July 8th. They're going up to Disney. Basketball is still on July 31st. They're, they're going to be in Disney as well. If you don't got no baseball during that time, and I mean to say, you don't got no baseball during that time. <laughs> you you understand, like, if baseball ain't there, when baseball should be there, we got basketball, and we got soccer, and we got hockey, and we're talking about playoff basketball and playoff hockey, and just soccer? Baseball, you ain't going, you better get in where you fit in. Like, if you don't come out now and try to continue the season, you know what's going to happen to baseball? We're going to forget about you. We're going to forget about you real quick. <laughs> like, 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 that shit ain't going to fly, B. So baseball is feeling a little bit of that pressure. And not for nothing, like, they realize that. They feel a little bit of that pressure. And they realize that they, they can't really, I don't think they think they can survive by not having their season start in the sum, at least some part of the summertime while every other sport that usually is off around now is taking up your space and doing well in your space and thriving in your space. Oh, they can't have that. They can't have that shit at all. So they're coming. So they're, so they're coming. They're coming. They have a proposal out there. And they're going to see in the, within the next, if they can hurry up and get to this proposal in time to start some kind of mini training camp and get things rolling. Folks, I got one other topic I want to talk about, right? And I'm about to end the show. Today's a, today's a quick show. Basketball is coming back. And in basketball, they're now working out some kind of playoff format. NHL too, right? Like a 22-game format. They have about eight games they're going to have at the end of the season. They're going to play those eight games. Anybody who's in four spots of the eight seed or ninth seed or whatever, they're going to have a playing, they're going to have a playing tournament for the eighth spot. For NHL, when they start their playoffs, every single playoff series is going to be seven games. I'm not quite sure if their first round is five games that they had to specify that, but they definitely made sure they highlighted that it was seven games. I think and NBA did the same thing too. So they just may be they just may just be making sure things are written out so people can understand. So the NBA is about to start their season. 
And as this happens, New York again finds themselves in the news. New York again <coughs> finds themselves being talked about in what may not be such the best light. New York again. Finds themselves having fans questioning either ownership or their players. Who should we start with? I'm going to start with the New York Knicks. I'm going to start with the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> The Brooklyn Nets, they have a bona fide superstar. One bona fide superstar. I wouldn't call Kyrie Irving a bona fide superstar. He made a, he made a big time shot that caused a mystique of superstar around him. But I wouldn't call Kyrie Irving a superstar. They have one bona fide superstar in Brooklyn, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has been out since he played with Golden State. We all remember this, right? It's, it's what opened the door, technically, for Kawhi Leonard to get his second championship with a second team. Kevin Durant was scheduled to be out for like about a year or so. Right? So based off of the time that has passed, when the time the season has starts back up, it would just be about a year, or that year time frame that we're talking about, for Kevin Durant to return. But now Kevin Durant tells us that he will not be returning this season. And then he gives us the most fugazi excuses in the world, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm calling the excuses fugazi because, all right, listen here, right? Like, this dude was just about to go play in the Olympics, right? Like, like Kevin Durant was just about to go play, participate in the Olympic Games. And he is saying now, like, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to play right now because I don't know if it's in my best interest to try to get myself to try to play right now in a playoff intensity kind of format while things are mattering and I don't want to risk injury. So what the fuck were you going to do in the Olympics game? So you're telling me that in the Olympics game you was just going to turn it off? You're just going to kind of ride the waves of the other superstars there and... Anytime that adrenaline or that superstarness coming, you know what I mean, or that those moments come, you wasn't gonna want the ball. Is it because like you saying like, yo, I was gonna get my, I was gonna really get my minutes managed, then, and then I was gonna be ready to come for the regular season? Because listen, there's still eight games to play. Everything that you're talking about, B, you can run those for eight, eight games, manage your minutes, get yourself in the working on. Because remember, remember, remember Jordan, see, see, now you guys don't understand, right? Why people like me, 
Now watch Jordan play on why we appreciate Jordan in the way that we do, B. Right? Because y'all seen that shit. And y'all witnessed it with y'all eyes. Y'all heard the documentary. Right? You heard that shit. Jordan was vexed that they wouldn't play his ass. He was vexed when they managed his load. Pause. And then the moment, and he and he abided by it, but the moment they gave, he made the made the playoffs, all restrictions was off, and he couldn't wait to get out there and ball B. So I'm like, yo, KD, what's going on here? Like, whatever, like, are you not playing, were you not playing pickup games already? Like, can you not ease yourself into these eight, y'all gotta understand, these eight games are gonna have some do or die feel to it, but... That is to get yourself worked into the playoffs. But not only that, how about you play with your team in the playoffs? Because maybe he's afraid of losing, and he doesn't want that stain. Well, I understand. Oh, my boy, Lou, thank you. I understand that the chances of him winning a gold medal with every with all those surrounded pieces is way higher, right? But... They're, nobody's expecting you to win this year if you come back. There may be some expectation, but nobody's expecting you to fully win this year when you come back. So maybe he's maybe he's afraid of losing. And he doesn't want to take that stain of losing, that scarlet letter L. But nobody's expecting you to win a championship if he comes back. But the experience you get with your teammates is unfathomable. Thank you, Lou, for joining. I really do appreciate that. You're on the whole day. Remember to marry that girl, B. Remember to marry that girl. Marry your anime. Marry that girl. So, <laughs> so um, you can you can start. Why is my video paused? Has it been an hour already? You can start. You can start getting a feel of your team, right? Understand you're not gonna win. Understand that. You'll get a pass from coming back from injury. That people realize, okay, that you still that he may not still be one hundred percent. But you get to start working yourself into shape, right? The eighty percent that you're at, everybody's about at eighty percent right now, right? But you get, but he may be in a better eighty percent than other people's eighty percent because he's going through rehab, and we've all rehab before. Oh, I shouldn't say we've all rehab before, but we've all go through some kind of rehabilitation before. I feel like, right? And in that rehabilitation, they normally have you working muscles that you would have never worked before. So what ends up happening is that because because they're trying to strengthen things around the muscle. So what ends up happening, right? Is that his 80% that he's talking about may be a whole lot better than the 80% that Danny Green is talking about he's at. Or it may be a whole better than the 80% than Bradley Beal is at. Or maybe a whole better, you understand? Like his 80% may be a little bit more progressive. Why he's thinking like, oh my God, these guys have had this all season to play. But nah, but not even all had to pump the brakes. So now we're kind of all from the beginning and you've had a better workout regimen because you've been staying physically fit versus the cardio, but your cardio will catch up. So I get it. He may he may want to he may not want to take that scarlet letter L, but 
I feel even more so that having that experience with your team in the playoffs, right? Having that experience with your team in the playoffs and start feeling out and start getting a feel for some of these guys' tendencies and start getting a feel for some of these guys' idiosyncrasies and start getting a feel for basically what I'm trying to say. Start getting a feel for what these guys like to do and what they don't like to do, where they feel comfortable and where they feel uncomfortable. And you will be able to... And he's afraid. I don't know why he would be afraid if he's not expected to win, but he'll be afraid. But he, he sounds like he's afraid to lose and to take that scarlet letter L. But you'll get that opportunity to really start learning your guys so that now next year when you make this run, you'll know now how your guys play. But more importantly, you get a feeling of how those guys play under pressure or in pressure situation and playoff basketball. You get a different level of trust from his players versus now when he goes into the offseason next year, he has no clue how these guys play in pressure. He has no clue for them on the field of the court. He's going to be going through that for the whole entire season. And now when he goes into the playoffs for them next year, it's going to be the very first time he's feeling them in that situation as well. They would have had moments throughout the season, but he would have never fully have felt them in the playoffs. And this is a great opportunity to feel them in the playoffs. And... While he did put his career on the line last year for Golden State, and he does love to play ball, I still I, I believe that that injury that he sustained is what makes him hesitant now to come back. Is that he feels that he's gonna have to bring himself to a level of competitiveness that he's not ready to jump into immediately, and. With him believing that, it takes away, it's going to take away from an experience that he can have with his players that can help him next year in the playoffs. Because, remember, this is a four-year contract. You're basically, you're basically, you already have this year gone. So now it's a three-year contract. Next year, you're not going to, you're not going to know how your team really plays because it's been your first time playing with them. So now you're talking about Kevin Durant and them can't do anything until like their third year into this contract. By that time, Hopefully you have you have somebody else with you and you realize that Kyrie Irving isn't that dude. Because I'm, I apologize. I love me some Brooklyn all day. I spread love as the Brooklyn way. Kyrie Irving ain't that dude. He ain't that dude at all. Yo, shout out to Zach, Zach supposed to be Prime America, right? Reached out to me, let me know if there's anything that I needed there. You know, he saw me protesting that I can go to. So yeah, definitely. Listen, listen, I love me some Prime America, believe it or not, even though even though I didn't stick with them fully through, but I guarantee you I had the opportunity to sit on the couch with somebody that has $25 million of assets under management, and he has helped me put together a lot of the pieces of the puzzle when it comes to doing my own personal finances and investments and portfolio. So shout out to him and thank him as always. Next week when we come on the podcast, we are going to start our, continue, start continuing our mini-series, our favorite of all time mini-series. As we now start maneuvering into the basketball edition of it, where we will be going over the Northwest Western teams, Western Conference team, right? That's going to start off with the Denver Nuggets, with the Utah Jazz, 
I see my co-host has joined us. What's going on, KJ Bredgen? How have you been? I'm here, brother. I'm here. I'm here. I see that. Oh. What's Gucci? What's Gucci? Don't worry. We're going to talk about our disgusting Knicks in a minute. I saved them for last on a purpose. <laughs> I purposely saved them for last. Man, there's too many topics to talk about. Oh, there's, there's so many. Listen, listen, so many, listen, listen, so many things. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody what to expect for next week. And then I'll, I'll let you open up to the folks and, and, and let you get off what you want to get off, off, off of your chest that isn't Knicks related because we're going to talk about them last. So bums, no doubt. But um, next week, next week we're gonna start back. We're gonna bring back our full talk, our full talk, our favorite of all time. As we've already wrapped up all of our all of our NFL edition, we're gonna start going into our basketball edition of this. It's gonna start off. We're gonna start off next week with the Northwest Division, and that's gonna include the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, and well, man, with the Utah Jazz. Oh, there's some picks. I mean, you got you got Malone, you got Stockton. You got you got Darren Williams. You you got you got you got Spider Mitchell. I mean, you got some picks over there. You got the you got the Timberwolves as well coming up in that division. You have the Oklahoma City Thunder, and you have the Trailblazers. And as a bonus, I may just throw in the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, the Seattle SuperSonics. <laughs> so all of those, like so, so we're gonna have a six bonus team. We're gonna have a we're gonna mm-hmm. have a we're gonna have a bonus team. We're gonna have the we're gonna have the Supersonics in there as well next week. So prepare yourself. Nuggets, Jazz, you got, you got Thunder, Trailblazers, Sonics. All of it be. You gotta let me throw in my, my, my last NFL shit super quick, whether it's this week or next week, whichever. We don't have to talk about it or nothing, just so I can get it out there. I got you, I got you. Listen, we 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 will, we will find time. So, actually, if that's the case, let's make that the first thing. That we get off, that you get off your chest because you weren't here to be able to let the people know who your favorite of all time for the NFL East was, and I'm actually have I'm actually happy that I have one of my other one of my other good friends here. So if you ever want to call in, we're gonna revisit this, and I don't know if you ever, you had a chance to hear my pitch, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and start getting these 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 picks out the way. So so as you guys know, wait, can I can I get a drum roll? Can I get can I get something so we so we can start this off? No, no. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> um, who's that? Who's that? Oh, it was my brother. So let's go ahead and get that started. So for those that don't remember, right, we have our full talk, our full talk. That full talk, basically what we like to do here is we like to talk about our favorite players of all time. This isn't necessarily the best player of all time. Just ultimately, what may have been the, the person that brought you the most joy or you just enjoy seeing the most from this team. So like I said, we have the NBA edition coming up next week. So let me just give you a quick recap of how we finished our NFL edition. We started off things the way that we like to start things off and that is in the NFC first. So we went over to the NFC East and we start off with them boys, them boys, them boys. Yes, folks, the America's 
illegitimate no, son. America's team. America's illegitimate. America's illegitimate child. Basically, this is America's favorite team. The reason why this is America's favorite team. This, see, this is this what? is why this is why America's fucked up. Well, that's true. They they symbolize why America is why but, we are right now. But if this is America's favorite it's team, it's perfect. It's perfect why they're America's it, team. It actually makes sense because because they think that they're America's favorite team because you know what ends up happening, right? In the family, you have the you have the child that's actually like doing super successful, and then you have kind of have the kid that they started off looking bright, but they kind of struggled through the rest of the years. So throughout the years, you had to give that kid a little bit more attention. So it seems like that kid that needed a little bit more attention with their lesson is your favorite kid because you're giving them more attention while you let your other ones flourish in their freedom because they get it. Well, that will be the equivalent of how the Cowboys are America's favorite team is because them niggas still need help because they're special. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And for the Special Cowboys, ass team. who do you have as your favorite Cowboy of all time? Wait, do, do you want me to Prime start? Prime want... time. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Prime time. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The, the dancing, the prancing, the limousine riding, the high flying, the kiss your wife goodbye and tuck them in good night. Mr. Prime time, Deion Sanders. Yeah, we on the same page. My, yes. Niggas are... is high stepping as we speak. So my boy, Brew Crew Lou. What it do? How you doing? What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all doing this lovely evening? Wow, we're doing fantastic. I'm glad that you finally able to, to make it onto the podcast. For the people that know, like you, you guys have seen him before, but as you guys know, when I like to do my play-by-play, he is the number one voice that I trust beside me without a fathom of a doubt. Yo, if he said it's third and 15, I don't give a fuck if I can see that it's fourth and one, I'm going to tell the people it's third and 15. <laughs> That's how much I trust that man's voice. What's going on, Nat? We see you out there too. <laughs> all right. So, so, so I know you're doing your what you call the the greatest of all time for favorite, 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 huge favorite. 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 So not, not I remember when, when you first. So I remember when you first told me about this, okay. and and you were like calling, calling, calling. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, it's very hard for me to find a favorite for all teams because not necessarily anybody really stands out for me for all 32 teams. So to me, it's a very difficult uh, topic to just search and think and think about out of 32 teams, which is my you know favorite player. And I'm but glad I'm going to agree with you guys on, on the Cowboys one because he is not only one of my favorite Cowboy players of all time, but one of my favorite players of all time, straight up period. And that is Deion Sanders. Big mm-hmm. facts. Like, Deion Sanders is one of those people, right, when I did this list, that he could have qualified on three different – He quali- okay, let me put this in. He qualified on three different teams. He didn't make it as the favorite of all time on all three teams, but he qualified as a thought on three different teams. He popped up in my head for the San Francisco 49ers, and he also right. popped into my head for the Atlanta Falcons. But we all know – Who's the true GOAT in San Francisco? And who's the true electric man in Atlanta? <laughs> so that's the only reason why he didn't make why he didn't come up sooner. But in America's team, and this is and this is stuff starting to come up in the background for one of you. I'm not quite sure who that is. Somebody listen to the news in the background or something, it sounds like. I see, I see, I see, I see that you're getting the COVID, you're getting the COVID updates. Ah, got it. <laughs> it sounds like that we got nineteen hundred new cases since last night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders sweeps this segment for the Cowboys, and now, whoa, 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 producer, sound guy, can I, can I, can I get a little something as we transition? 
Thank you. We move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> yes, Philadelphia Eagles. Is all that really necessary? I'm in a good oh, mood for today. Him it is. <laughs> You guys both know me already. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. We know you. <laughs> and for Word. the Philadelphia Eagles, because I already gave out mine. So I'll always give you the choice. Would you like to go first or would you like to go last on this, KJ? It doesn't matter. I, I already got go my first. guy ready. Yeah, you know, I think they're good because we're, we're recapping you here. Go ahead. Start us off. Brian Westbrook. Whoa. Brian. Fantasy, Brian. fantasy beat. Brian, Westbrook. my Look guy. And you with the work force of the Philadelphia Eagles during the Donovan McNabb era. The, Man, I mean, when he talked about all-purpose right back, one of the true all-purpose backs of the league. I mean, all-purpose did everything. Like, like, like all-purpose, like Flower be everything. <laughs> he has a. He has a. He has a. He has an all-time favorite. He has the all-time play for at least three different positions. Yes, Puck return, yes, receiving, Westbrook. and running the football. Brian Westbrook yep, is that, that guy. And that's why I say he was a fantasy beast because, I mean, fantasy starter, he was one of the first guys that you would definitely want on your squad because he'll catch, run, and everything. Yeah, we definitely talking about um, Westbrook. Because we, got, we got my homeboy Free Chill Will in, 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 the, in, the, in the room. Will, you already know. Yeah, if you ever want to call, you got this space open for you. Lou, I'll let, I'll let you go next. When it comes to the when it comes to the Eagles, who has been your favorite Eagle of all time? Well, come to the mic. Come to the mic. I didn't realize you were talking. My bad. Come to the mic. Come to the mic a little bit closer. There we yeah, go. another one would be for me for the Eagles would be Donovan McNabb. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pause here before I before I give you my pick. Wait, wait. Who are we talking about? What, what which one of your homies will we talk about? Chill, Will. I'm gonna let him answer that, and and, and, and I'll move on, and I'll come back real quick. Um, Donald McNabb, Westbrook, Kyrie. Yes, I talk shit about Kyrie. Kyrie has is he is he is sprinkled with 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 with, 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 with this mystique. I don't want. I don't want to derail right now, but we'll, we'll get into the mystique of Kyrie. Like, 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 he he has this like illusion juice on him or whatever. Like, like he is not what he seems to be. He's a shapeshifter. I mean, was what I'm telling you. He is part of the Kree army. He is not part. He is not for mankind right now. He is not for the winning of your program. <laughs> he is an infiltrator. He is, he is a he is trying to form a coup. And now we're gonna move on to the Eagles. I have the one and only. As we go from the Cowboys to the Eagle, I have to talk about the the only player that made Cowboys players want to shove him in the back, and that is the one great. Yo, hold my popcorn, Terrell Owens. The one run that they had. I'm inside. Outside them winning. Is, is somebody fondling a balloon? Is somebody is, is somebody trying to have sex with a blow up though? What's going on over there? <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, it's not me. I'm muting you because I'm finishing my sandwich. Oh, it's... Could be my. Could be my headphones. Oh, 
Yeah, sounds sound like motherfuckers just rubbing balloons over there and shit. Like, like you trying to blow up a balloon. Like, you know what? I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't even I mean, go to that channel. I am I am just getting home, so I'm kind of just setting up from coming back from work and just doing multiple shit. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So next up, next up, after Terrell. And, and you know you know the reason why I have Terrell. Like, the one, outside of their one win, like, Terrell Owens was the guy that basically brought them as close as they can with Donovan McNabb. And was was Westbrook a part of that team, too, at the time? Still? He was there, right? No, not with, not with, uh... Yes, yes. Yes. Towards the end? Yes. He was still there, right? Okay. Yeah, Super Bowl mm -hmm. team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, yes, yeah, he was there. was there. Yeah. So, so we're basically talking about three different guys from that same era, but almost. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's some honorable mentions, like, 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 like the Sean Jackson. Like, like, he, like, he's just, he's just electric. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. Oh, yeah, Dawkins. Yeah, so there, there's some honorable, there's some honorable mentions, but. That heat on you. But T.O., I like T.O., like, listen, he, he, he was polarizing for a reason. And, and you guys know me, like, I, I, I have a. I have a thing for the fiat for the for the theatrics, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't know what 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 is it about me, you know? What hey, I mean? he he he's one of my favorites of all time too. You 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 know you know back in the day when people would have arguments about him and Moss, and I would always bat for fucking To. Yes, yes, he he was he was a To, but you know what? One one ultimately over there, straight cash on me. Don't forget that straight cash, homie. Mm. So, <laughs> well, best lines ever said. We move on. To the New York football. Hold, oh, Eric Allen was the guy plus. Yes. <laughs> Move on to the New York football giants, and we've already known this. There's gonna be a lot of biases that are gonna come out when I make when I made this list as favorite. There's a lot of reasons why I have a lot of people as favorites. Do not be surprised with my next two picks. You're gonna see a pattern very quick. But KJ, this is your flow. Go ahead. Who do you have as your favorite New York Giant? Of all time, is it Eli Apple of my eye, or is it some other guy? It was not Eli Manning, no sir. Mm. No sir. We will not disrespect against Randall Cunningham. <laughs> I love, I love Randall, but yeah. my, my, fav my, my favorite, my favorite Randall Cunningham moment was when he was in purple. Not yeah. in Philadelphia. I could have sworn. Didn't we get? Mm. We gave him. We gave him love somewhere else. I thought we did. I know. We, I know he came up already. We ain't forget about him. New York football giant. Who's your favorite? He's about to get personal. Shocking. Somebody get. Some, somebody. Shocky. As in. Jeremy. Jeremy Shocky. You said favorite. You didn't say best. You said favorite. As in who I enjoy I'm, watching the most. Even then, shock, I'm shocked. Shock, <laughs> shock you had a run. Shocky had, had a nice little run with the Giants. And then he started getting injured a lot. Hmm. And part of the reason he was getting injured was because he was out here wowing so much on the field. Mm. So reckless and shit. Yeah, didn't he have a one play where he was running down for about 11 yards without a helmet? Literally. No, I think that was Witten. But I think Shockey had a play like that, too. He had a play like he was about to score, but instead of trying to go score, literally go takes a head guy head on instead and gets his head knocked off. I'm like, Jesus, this guy. I think it was like a Sunday nighter or some shit like that. Yeah, that, that shit was with Witten when the, the Eagles ripped his helmet off and he kept running. That shit was crazy, too. 
Okay. You you ripped my helmet off. I'm going down, sir. Bump that. <laughs> Where the sideline at? <laughs> what? Jimmy Shockey. Lou, it's on you. Football. I think this. I mean, this is Go ahead, easy. No, no brainer. The no, number I wore. The only year I played football, Italy football. LT. Yes, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. LT. Listen, like the goat. Ever since I saw him, like, like saw that dude's car in half, like I was like, yo, you solidified your spot as my favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned pulverizing players. He 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 was a pulverizing player. Listen, this guy was a fucking insane animal. Yeah, I mean, this guy about it. Just, yeah, just to get an upper hand in the other team, he would send prostitutes to their hotel room so they're not <sighs> on another level, on and off the field. So hey, I told he you, could be all right with me. I told you guys how much I love defense when it comes to the NFL. And how Ray Lewis was like one of my like favorite players of all time. Well, before Ray Lewis, there was somebody that played in New York that had my name on the back of his jersey. And that was Lawrence Taylor. And man, when he used to go out there like a pack of crazed dogs, I loved the way he ate up defenses. Like you... <laughs> Like you understood, like I remember back in my early like Madden days, like he, like he was the only reason why I even wanted to pick like the Giants defense was just to have Lawrence Taylor coming off that edge or coming off through the middle. Like you could not stop him. He changed the position. Facts. I'm back all the time. Yep. By the way, Talon, thank you for letting me know who your favorite Washington Redskin is already. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm glad you ain't oh. missed that beat. I'm glad uh, you ain't missed that beat. Uh. I'm glad you ain't missed that beat, B. <laughs> you gave it away. You gave it away. Once you said he shares the same last name, I'm like, oh. Pfft. I think, oh, look, you, I think oh, you I'm got, there with you, too. You got you got Eli? Chill, Will. Listen. Eli has proven to... Clutch. To, 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 when necessary. To, to, fan, to, to stand in the, to, to stand in the, in the, flame, in the fire. And not flinch and barely he's, even sweat. He's not a bad guy to like. He's he's a likable person. I mean, I don't think he's far from the greatest quarterback, but I mean, like, he's has hardware to prove otherwise. Like he should have gotten a degree. I mean, who commercial. doesn't like Eli? Like the fact that uh, did he get a degree commercial? He should have got the he should have got a degree commercial after those after his first football appearance, like his first Super Bowl appearance. Like like the fact that he, he's not a lifetime like under pressure. Like come on now, like like that's a layup. <laughs> All I know is clutch moment. Mm. Hey, listen. He did. Twice. Listen. 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 Somebody can't hear me on Instagram. Oh, well, you know Instagram? Sorry. Come to Podbean. Yeah. Read my lips. Go. Come to Podbean. <laughs> I don't know what that is I could do for you. <laughs> so... KJ, Washington, mm. the Washington team. We're going to get them to change their name next. <laughs> the Washington team. <laughs> what say well, I feel you like we're all going to be in agreement in this one. Yeah, we're going to be in agreement on this one. Yeah, yeah RIP Sean Taylor. 
So so, 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 so we're yep. sticking with defense here. I'm on it, yep. The guy Sean Teasy, bro. That guy. Whew. There's another one. Else, another one in that realm of Lawrence Taylor and and um damn, how does forget his name? Look, man. I, I'll just put it this way. There's a reason why there's a lot of rules in this league, and it's because of him and players like him. The hurt that he would put on fucking people coming across the go. middle. He let them know it was his territory, no matter they were playing in Washington or across across the United States. You came in that area, he was lighting you up. And, and, if, he got it, and if he got it, exactly. If he got his hands on the ball, it was, it was going to be a show, too. Him and Ed Reed, yep. them two, if they got their hands yep. on the football... We going the oh, other way. Oh, to the house. Yep. Take it to the house. Take it to the house. Take it to the that house. That dude was special, man. And he he was he wasn't even in his prime yet. That's how not at how all insane and sad what happened to him was, bro. This dude wasn't even in his prime. He was just getting there. Shoot, dude, they, they were gonna if if he would have been playing his whole career, they were gonna be talking about him like they talk about Ed Reed and Troy Palomalu and, and all these nice. other great safeties of all time. Absolute facts. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out and also rest in peace to the big homie Sean Taylor. Yes, sir. And now we get to go over to the A F C least <laughs> The least but damn sure. <laughs> you want to talk about overall dominance and just one person literally raping another three people. That's what that fucking team in Boston has been doing for the last 20 years. But that shit is over now. And I'm glad you <laughs> said that. So with that said, I'm going to ask everybody in the audience. Who do you think is going to win the AFC East this year? Listen, if the Bills don't win it, they will never be good. This shit is tailor-made for these niggas to win it this year. And I do know one thing. Talent, I'm going to be looking for you if this happens. Wait, what? If, if the Patriots win this damn division, oh my God. you will never, never, ever, ever hear the end of it from me. Oh, my goodness. I will be laughing in your face for the next two weeks if that happens, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. For that... They they look like they're headed for the lottery right now. Just for the little news that I'm seeing. I'm telling if if, ooh, if that team gets 11 wins and wins the division, the Jets, Bills, Dolphins, all of you and your fans should be ashamed of themselves. Lewis, do you agree with that sentiment? Well, I... I mean, there's the Patriots part. So I, far. I would, Wait, I don't, I don't want you to give me the team that you're going to pick to win. Well, look. The part right, where you so, says about the so Patriots. I, if the Patriots win, I will. I I can't count the Patriots out. You can't. You just can't. Belichick is still there. You just can't count them out. That's, I get that's it. Where I'm gonna leave it at. I understand so, that. Like, that but he can't play. But I understand be that, there. but he can't play. I understand coaches are a lot. The coaches are everything, but those players have to go out there and execute. Hey, Mike Castle did it for a year with it, with. with Belichick as a coach. He also had Randy Moss and Wes Welker as weapons as well. I don't see no Randy Mosses or Wes Welkers walking through that door. So, okay, now that I have your opinion you on at least if you um if you feel that way if about the Patriots winning the division, who do you think is going to win the division? 
Well, I everything just, is prime. It's set up for my Bills to win the division. Though we have a very tough schedule ahead of us. We got the same so, schedule. I, yeah, I, I, I saw, I saw yeah, the schedule. It's a tough schedule. We got the same schedule, though. Actually. I don't want to hear about the schedule. We got I'm the same scared. schedule. It, it, you asked me for my opinion, and I, now you don't want to hear it. I don't understand what's going on here. I didn't say I don't want to hear your opinion. That's talent for you. I didn't. What? I, know. What, what, what? I swear, I swear, That's I swear, talent I swear for you. With you bro. That is some, that is some talent type shit right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's why you guys are probably gonna win three games with the same schedule and. Ay ay ay. Ten. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, they they gave you guys no love this year. They gave you all the NFC West teams. Yeah. They didn't they did yeah. not have any love for you guys this year. I gotta see the gotta see the Rams, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals aren't cheap living either. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I both Super Bowl contenders. A team that's up and coming. Mm-hmm. The worst team that in my eyes right now is the Rams. And they can still they still got the best defensive player in the league. Possibly the I wanna say top three offensive mind right now. They could still go eight and eight. It's not like they can, Man, yeah. They did y'all no favors with giving y'all the NFC West this year. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, yo, we'll figure it out. I I, I agree with at least I at least agree with the fact that if the Patriots win the division, I don't know how I'm going to feel about my team or the teams in, the, in this division anymore. Fire the gays if that happens. Oh, the gays will definitely have to go. Like, you already know. See, see, you do this shit to rob me. Because you already know how yes. I feel about the gays, right? Like, <laughs> you already know how I, how I feel about the gays and how much he has to go. Like, how do you not like any good players on your team? Like, 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 do you just want bad players that you can manipulate? Is that it? Like, how do you not get along with anybody that has talent on your team? How do you pick up Miami's trash? That's like saying, I want to I wanna rub my body in dolphin poop. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, now, and now y'all talking about trading y'all best, the best thing that you've had in a few years. All Let me because... Tell you, I, I, he can't get along with the oh because the gays don't get along. He ain't do shit to the gays, but the gays don't get along with him. Mm-mm-mm. The gays gotta go. The gays gotta go. I'm sorry. ASAP. And I think I think it's good. I think it's because of the gays of why the New York Jets will not have the kind of season or schedule or winning record that they should have, and. I have a feeling we're going to be last in the division. To be honest with you. No worry. Joe, Joe Flacco will get you out where y'all need to be. Oh! <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. That, you know what? I would have felt better if we would have oh. got if we would have got Jameis Winston Sr. again. Versus Joe Fluco. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I would have felt way better getting senior. Even junior, I would have felt better getting over. <laughs> but he does Joe have a, Fluco. He does have a Super Bowl. 
he does know at least how to yeah, play. I still don't understand how that happened. Because he, he, he knows how to play up to the standard to get himself a, a contract and to win a Super Bowl. So, listen, just because he, 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 just because he nailed it in doesn't mean he doesn't know how to play well because he showed us that he can. <laughs> Chill, Will. Jameis out here looking sick. <laughs> yo, yo, James, yo, James. And that nigga had the nerve. That nigga had the nerve to come out here say I'm one of the best quarterbacks. And I saw that. I said, Wow. Okay. Said, I don't ever. know what diet he out here. He, I, I, I said, I was, I was like, I don't know what diet you've been doing, but brother, it's got you talking crazy out the mouth. Oh, field test Stop right now. Stop forgot to say oh, no. for, for the opposing team. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there um, you go. Like James, <laughs> yo, he earned himself a field test right now. NFL was like. We were gonna test everybody at top. We need you to come in. But we need to. Right we now. need to test you. Like we need. We, yeah. we need you to come to the front of the congregation right now. So, <laughs> like we need to know about any any psychedelic crustaceans you've been eating. <laughs> Straight up. Oh man, he said that shit. I was like, okay, all right. Well, listen. At least we know one thing. He is. He is forever confident. He is forever confident. Yeah. More like delusion. Believe in him. Who else will? You gotta believe in yourself. For real. So now that we're now that we're now that we're firmly rooted into the AFC least, right? We're gonna start off in alphabetical order like we like to do here. So we start off with the Buffalo Bills, and with the Buffalo Bills, who is your favorite player of all time? My Bills fan gotta go first. Yeah. It's only right. I'm going with FedEx fast, ready. Jackson. Mmm. Freddie was nice. That 2011 year, ooh, Freddie was nice. Freddie was nice. Here's the reason why. <laughs> because, look, it's very easy to me to say Bruce Smith, Jim Kelly, Andre Reid, you know, all these guys from back in the day. That, that's, that's easy. Of course. And those guys brought me joy, but they were good. The only thing that really brought me joy during all these years for the Bills being trash was Freddie Jackson. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Respect. Because I liked Freddie too. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he definitely was an honorable mention on my list. Like, he, he made it to the final three. Alright. It's on you, KJ. Beast mode! Huh? Yeah. Marshawn. Marshawn, Marshawn, Marshawn. Now, of course, he had his greatest days in Seattle. But, I mean, as of right now, the, the amount of love I have for Russell Wilson, I had to make him my pick. I had to. I had to. I had to. But then it's like, ah, Marshawn did play for Buffalo. And he was a stud there, too. Yeah, he did his thing there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I could, so I could pick him there. He definitely was. So who did you pick again, Lou? Fred Jackson. So it looks like running backs are going to make a sweep Number today. 22. I got Thurman Thomas. Mm. I remember, and, and Thurman Thomas, right, because it's weird, like, the little things that catch you as a kid. I remember his initials being TT. <laughs> oh, so, wow. There you go. <laughs> we bring it back to the name. We bring it back to the name. Listen, what, bring makes, it people, back to the name. what makes people favorite is so... <laughs> Like the idiosyncrasies, like 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 it's so it's it's so weird. Like you can't you can't oh, help them sometimes. Man. 
He loved him until that he Super Bowl. He comes back to the name. <laughs> but Thurman Nigga Thomas. couldn't find his helmet. How the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like, but, Thur- but Thurman Thomas, like, I remember go- always making sure, like, I go after him. I used to try to make these ultimate New York teams, and he was one of the people I used to go after. <clears throat> All right, we got Buffalo covered. Will, who you got for Buffalo? And as Will go ahead and get torn. Oh, he's torn on this one. As he goes, go ahead and get that one up. We are going to talk about the team that none of us here likes. Currently, it's Bennett. Oh, 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 we about to free chill, Will. I will go with Don Beebe on that one. What up, fellas? What's going on, Chill? My guy, Chill Will. What's good, baby? Yeah, Don Beebe was my guy, man. I love Don Beebe, man. He now, made me want to be a wide receiver. <laughs> hey, watching that dude play made me want to be a wide receiver along with him and Brian Brennan. Because mm. they was kind of like, they weren't super tall, you know what I'm saying? They weren't super tall, 5'10 and shit. They weren't super tall, you know what I mean? They had hands. They were, I ran about a 4'8, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I was too. I was just too big. I was a. I was a husky monster. I'm a motherfucker too. I was more like a tight end, stuck in a fucking like a fullback's body. But yeah, man, I, I used to love watching them cats. Them cats play up. But Don people was my guy. Him and um, I love Andre Reed. I love James Lofton though was my my guy out of wide receivers. I just love James Lofton. Um, Buffalo has yeah, some talent. They man. had some wide receivers. Yeah, they got. Yeah. They had some Shoot, fucking actually, talent, man. Come on, they man. had some wide receivers. Damn. They got a they got wide receiver now. <laughs> Let's not forget they just traded for Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Oh, did yeah, yeah, they did, they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ain't there yet, though, man. He wanted. Yeah, to I don't. Man. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm feeling Stephon like that, man. I feel like he needs. I, I feel like he needs a counterpart. He's extra too, like he's trying too hard. He be trying too hard. But I don't know him, so that that's his personality is cool, but like I hope he proved me wrong. I hope he proved me wrong and, and like uh-huh. and does great things, but I, I'm just not seeing Right now he's just a deep threat. Not now he's just a really a deep threat. That's it, really. I will, I will say like there'll be a couple of listen. What we definitely know we will see at least one time is a scramble play with the quarterback in the hands, and then we're gonna see Stephon Diggs breaks open. He's gonna sling that ball to him. Diggs is gonna catch it and take one to the house. And that's gonna and that's gonna be. I feel like that's gonna be. That's gonna be a play that's gonna that we're gonna keep defining their season. Like we're gonna remember them for a couple Man, of plays out the year. He's gonna do. He's gonna do a walk off. They got another wide receiver there though. Who is his? What's his name? John Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He died. That nigga. That's about to be cold. That's the deep threat. I mean, both of them fast though. They got two now. Hey, they, they, them niggas is balling. Well, shoot, they need deep threats for that damn arm that Josh Allen has. Where he can exactly. throw that. That's why I think this is perfect. <clears throat> all right. So as we move on from the Buffalo Bills, let's go to the team that we hey. all can agree that we despise, and that is the Miami Dolphins. Can I make an honorable mention real quick, though, sure, man? Sure. I feel like, man, the, the one of the best running backs of all time, don't give his respect. OJ was that motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah. He was not mention yes. OJ. Like, well, we know, well, we know why he doesn't get his recognition. Because, now. I mean, yeah, but I'm just his, besides his, all that. You, his favorite, his, like his Bill greatest, Cosby. Go ahead. <laughs> like his like greatest Bill Cosby. Role. 
His greatest run was on the highway. (laughs) 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 And his greatest run brought me my biggest grief. They did that (laughs) shit during the New York Knicks playoffs. And instead of showing the New York Knicks on the big screen and his driving ass on the small screen, they flipped it around, had me trying to watch the New York Knicks on the little screen, showed his ass on the big screen, and then sometimes they didn't show him driving at all. I'm like, we're in the fucking playoffs. It's the finals we're talking about over here. The NBA finals is getting... NBA Finals. I can't hear Mark oh, Albert go, yes! For somebody's driving lessons. Like, fuck out of here. Oh, That's why OJ yeah. make the goddamn Listen, if he would have, if he would have interrupted anybody else's finals, maybe I would have considered him. But for that dumb shit, nah, fuck out of here. You did it. <laughs> right? He couldn't he could do, could do that shit next year when the Rockets were tapping Orlando's ass. For real, for like, like anybody else. Like, do that shit when the Lakers are when the Lakers are playing when the Lakers are playing the Pacers or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like do it then. Like, like no, nobody wants to see Reggie Miller. Like do it when they, when they're getting their ass up. You gonna do it when the Knicks are fucking? Man, fuck out of here. Fuck you, OJ. <laughs> I'm petty as fuck. I took that shit personally. He did that shit on purpose. He's a oh, Bills yeah. fan. Hey, that's a running back though. <laughs> well, running back is better than OJ though. Nah, like, nah he's dope as fuck though. <laughs> can't name, can't, can't name too many. And if we're talking about just run off with a bunch of people. And if we're talking about for for honest for honestly favorite and entertainment value for what he did in the Naked Gun series. Is definitely needs to be added in there. Some favorite shit. <laughs> oh, because I love that. Goodness. I love that series. <laughs> no, you did. Yes. <laughs> no, you fucking did. Like I said, the only reason OJ didn't make it was for that trip. Because every for everything else, OJ was right up there. But I had to remember about that finals, and I was like, no, 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 I can't reward bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially when it's targeted against my team. Straight up. Okay. So. Oh, no, wait. I didn't give you my Dolphins yet. Wait. We're still in the Dolphins. Wait. Oh, we, no, we're finally in the Dolphins with the honorable mention. So now that we're finally in the Dolphins, KJ, go ahead and kick us off with everybody's team that they love to hate outside of the, the Patriots. I don't hate the Dolphins. I have no hate for the Dolphins and just till, until they just start doing something and they, they start talking a little shit. Which makes no sense to me. So it's not like you hate um, the Dolphins too. Okay, okay, we'll take that. Mm-hmm. Like but the yeah, coach, man. yeah, I do like the coach. I, I'm not gonna lie. The Dolphins, the Dolphins are the team that I think are gonna do do some damage. They, I think they're gonna be that team, that team that come out of nowhere and, and start winning some games this coming season. Honestly, like this year's. I like the direction they're going. Guess, huh? All time player. <laughs> Damn, I mean, that's hard. They, they close up. Pretty strong last year for a team that was trying exactly, to exactly. And then their, their draft, woo! Yeah, uh, that second pick, I didn't, I don't know about, but they you they had a good ass draft, you're right. And overall, the Wait, draft that first was, pick, I didn't know, I don't think, I don't know about that. That, that two, one got of a, them was kind of suspect. The two, I got yeah, a tongue one twister. Of them was suspect. No, two of a beast. If he's healthy, he's the best by far in the draft. Like, it's not even, <laughs> it's ain't, it ain't. Like, let me tell you something. Joe Burrow has one good fucking year amongst the best talent in the league. How many of them got drafted? I don't even know how. You know what? I don't even know why so many defensive players from that team got drafted, how shitty they was, but they somehow did. Um, And that's a baffling. But that tell you, that could be a lot of coaching involved. 
But man, bro, Tua, well, he like, bro, he, as a freshman, it don't get no better than that. You have no, bro, you have ice in your veins, literally. You come in, you took a nigga spot that already won the championship, brought them back, bro. It's not, you can't teach that. You can't, that's, that's irreplaceable. If he's healthy, it's the sky's the limit for that dude, man. Yeah, and he's, and this that's is the SEC, the he balling against. Yeah, so that's, that's I, the caveat. Right, right, I just, just, I just right. need him to stay healthy. If my man, if my man stay healthy, I'm right there with you. Uh, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, I think Tyler's about to have a lot of miserable days and eating his words about two got a tongue twister. But think, but think about this though. If he, I if actually he, hope he balls out. Year, if you do the Aaron Rodgers, y'all just want me, y'all just want me on watch this show, don't you? <laughs> they got, they got, oh, they oh, got yeah, Fitzpatrick. Let Fitzpatrick do that. Do his that thing last. this year. It won't last. It won't last. I promise you, it won't. I last. know if they win it, it will. If it, they get, if they go, Mm-mm. you know, if they win it, it will. Let me All tell you, all he need is about eight games to sit. Listen, you remember, you remember, you remember when Fitzpatrick was doing his thing over in Tampa a couple years ago, them first three, four games, and all it took was two bad games in a row. Two Where bad games in a row. <laughs> That's his leash. He got a two bad game. Like, exactly. Signed his contract and then took his shit. Man, no, and, and, and the Buffalo thing was worse. Bro. Y'all started out 5-0. and oh. Wait, hold on. 5-0 oh, busting everybody. I feel, I feel like this is deja vu. Do you remember when he did good in New York and then and then they signed him to a contract and oh, the next okay. year he took a shit? Like, <laughs> no, no. He, they didn't even need to wait to the contract. All they had to do was wait to that last game that they needed to win up in Buffalo and he shit the bed to get into the playoffs. And they, and they, and they re-signed With them based, four interceptions. And they still re-signed them based off of that. Boom! There you go. That's why that. That's why that Ryan Fitzpatrick lasting the whole year thing ain't gonna last. All that they history, winning, all all that history combined right there. The, those bro, Dolphin fans waiting for two. They he got two games. Let it don't even need to be in a row. Let him have one right, bad right. game. Let him have. Right, let right. him have. Let him have one bad game like in week five, and then come back like week ten or eleven to have another bad game. Like oh, get this nigga out of here. Get him out of here. Oh, but all he needs is like an extra couple months so he can heal. Because that's going to be the thing. When you come, you need to be coming in healthy. You need to be able to be able to process shit. He's already a quick learner, obviously. Think, but y'all got to think about the... It's not just that he came in in a championship game. Think about what he did under who he did it with. George. Like, think about Saban. He is the anti-Saban quarterback... He's anti saving period. He insert Tua and 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 he's they throwing the ball. Everything. Yes. Saban don't do shit like that. Historically, Saban do I don't care what you can do, you going to you're gonna pass this shit off to the running back, period. And I with third on third down. This he changed Saban's whole fucking outlook on the game, period. And one. That's they got heart, man, bro. He's, I feel yeah, I'm telling you, he healthy. I do, I do feel you, fam. And I Joe Burrow, his long and, ball is suspect. I don't know y'all know that. That boy long ball so his, his long ball is suspect. He may be accurate or whatever the case may be. But if you actually look at it, I'm talking about NFL defenses, that boy got to learn. He, had a, he has to learn how to throw the long ball better. I, and I'm, I'm from Ohio. I'm from Ohio State. Like, this ain't nobody I just, I'm just seeing. He's from here. He's Mr. Football guy. So I, I know who he is. And when they catch up, it's gonna be. It might be not what y'all think it is. All, all I know is the one thing that I want knocked in terms of, because I had this conversation with someone the other day. 
and they're like, look at all those weapons that Joe Burrow had. I'm like, my nigga, what, what the fuck was Tua playing with over in Alabama? You do realize their two wide receivers got drafted within the first 15 picks, right? The big difference is that Joe Burrow was a fucking junior senior. Tua was a motherfucking freshman coming in with them ice in his veins. So that's a huge difference. That's a big stage. That's the biggest stage at the at an eighteen year old can have. Phew, bro. And don't get no more. That's that's what that's the first thing when you be the quarterback. What's the first thing you want in the quarterback? Is what Tua has. That's all I'm saying. Because you can't teach that. That's the Eli Manning we talking about. The Joe Joe Flacco in the playoffs. Even though you talk shit about him. the the you know what I'm saying the John Elways the the Dan Marinos. He got that at 18. I just feel like right now, I just feel like right now with the two of them, I feel like you can't go wrong right now. As long as long as they're set up, because I think that's the when it comes to these quarterbacks, especially today, I swear that coaching is everything when it when, that I think about when it comes to these quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, I had that coaching. Jared Goff is the perfect example of what coaching yep. means to a quarterback. Yep. The motherfucker yep. had Jeff Fisher look like a bus. Sean McVay coming there next year. Now all of a sudden, motherfuckers talk about Pro Bowl. Yep. That coach, yep. that right. coaching, that coaching is everything. Andy, uh, yeah. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Look, Andy Dalton is mm -hmm. a trash. He's trash, and he's he stuck around for a long time because mm -hmm. a great quarterback. Uh, what it was? Uh, what's his name? Hugh. Hugh? Hugh, Hugh um, yeah, Hugh. and then uh, the next one was I think we got him, Alex Boone or something. They both were great QB coaches, great mm -hmm. QB coaches. So, yeah, and then right. and then the league fucked up by letting the league fucked up by letting quarterback guru Andy Reid touch the god of quarterback play right now, um, and that and that and that shit there. I don't see that shit slowing down no time soon. That's what Jordan Love gonna need. That's what Jordan Love gonna need. If he if he don't get that, he gonna be a bust too. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's why that that's ooh, don't get me started with that fucking pick. Oh my goodness. Ooh, Green Bay. Ooh. I, I I literally I'm literally hoping that that team is fucking garbage so that shit blows up in their face. They don't just they don't deserve bro. They don't deserve for two years. For the, my problem with the Packers, man, they don't appreciate what they have, man. You've you've been they've been they've been blessed. They've been blessed for them damn near the past. No weapons, yo. Thirty. No, 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 guys. Think, think about this shit. Think about that's bullshit, guys. Man. No, 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 guys. Think about this shit. They. What team do you know has had high quality quarterback play for thirty years? Think about it. Since nineteen ninety two, Green Bay's been blessed with quarterback play. Not the Jets. How many Super Bowls Not they the won? That's what I'm saying. Um, two, no two, yeah. Only two in that whole span, but year after year, that both of them dudes, Favre, Favre and Rogers, top quarterbacks in this league, top quarterbacks uh, in this Rogers, league. Yes, I, I, I'm taking Rodgers over Favre. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Me too. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I'm just I'm saying, saying, like, I'm just saying overall. I'm just saying overall as a franchise. They've been blessed with high-quality quarterback play, and you can sit here and look at the rosters that they've had over these years. Can you really say that they've done the best that they can to put to put weapons around these dudes to maximize their talent? Nope. 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 Not at all. 
Not at all. And it's ridiculous. And and now it's it's just becoming flat out disrespectful and slapped to the face. And, and it's like you know what I'm I'm at the point where it's like you know what the way, the way that I hear that they even talk to Aaron Rodgers talk about shut up play you're just the quarterback and I'm like yo you dead ass you fire that man's quarterback coach and you don't even talk to him about it no word no this, nothing man. be nah what man, if he get, that, to, get that man what, out of there man Aaron what if he trying please. to pull a Tom Brady though you know what I'm saying like like and he like I know he's Aaron Rodgers but at the end of the day. You really can't stay on the field, bro. So you ain't got no cachet. Like, we got to figure something out. Like, even if it's just like, we're stupid because you're hurt every single year and we be in a playoff hunt. And so when you go down, we, the, the whole ship is gone. So what do we got to do? We got to figure something out. So it just as, I mean, he's a smart pick. I'm not going to say if you think he can actually play. Now, if, if, if he can sit there for two years, like, like, Aaron, I mean, I think that's really what's missing in the, in the league. These guys that have the ability just sitting there for for a couple years, like a Favre did or a Young did, you sit on at least a year. You know what I mean? At least a year or two. I mean, they can just sit down and they can chill out for a second. I mean, it, and, and I, bro, if he can do Will. that. Will, 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 my quick question to you. What was the Packers' record last year? I said, I don't even know. For real, for Third, real. I can't tell you. Well, 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 let me tell you. Well, let me ask you another question. But what game did they get their ass whooped in? Hey, I mean, I know that. NFC, was, NFC was, Championship game. Right. One game away from the Super Bowl. And what was that a glare? What, what, my thing is, what was a glaring thing that you noticed, at least when you watched them play? One, that offensive line is, well, then again, San Francisco's defensive line has made every See, offensive line look like garbage. I mean, no. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Don't get don't get me wrong. I definitely do feel like part of their problem as well was Rodgers not trusting those teammates to do their thing. But I but I do know but they got to trust them too. I, I do I do so I do know I do know one thing though. If I'm looking at a team where and I love this dude, where Devontae Adams is the number mm -hmm. one weapon. I love him, but if I see that that's the main weapon I got to worry about, oh. All right, all right. We double him, and we one on one everybody else. Ah, come on, man. But that shit don't even work because Devonte still be eating. For real, for real, he still no, be no. Eating. That's what I'm saying. He still eats. But we saw once again when they when they get into real competition, real play, that shit got exposed. Man, I, I mean that was San Fran. That's just that's hard because it's San Fran. That shit is I, that. That's probably one of the best defenses defenses ever assembled in history. Of like course, besides, but even you know, but, Chicago, Baltimore, like that's up. They up there. Like they, the motherfuckers is. All, all, I'm, all I'm just all I'm saying is, because I, I watched their their games closely throughout the year. Even some of the other games yeah. that they were winning, it's not like they were. You didn't feel like it was how shit used to be with them. Mm -hmm. In terms, in terms of their offense, just like all over the field, and with the quarterback, like they have, and I'm hearing things like they want to turn into a running thing. They're trying to like really take mm -hmm. some type of control away from Rodgers. Even oh, if he's you, trash. even, even he's if trash even, to that running back, trash. As I'm saying, even if you want to, even if their intentions is to turn this into a running first team, what did, what did you do to really make this into a run first team? <laughs> right, what did you right, do? Right. And then on top of that. Once again, and this is the probably the biggest problem I have with this team. Like all these draft picks and no, like you know, no weapons. Okay, so because they basically keep putting it into that defense. 
that same defense that when it matters most, stay getting the ass kicked. It's embarrassing. That's it's embarrassing. Try something else. Try something else. Because what, saying, clearly bro. what they've been clearly what they've been doing the last fifteen years ain't been working. But that's not but enough. I'll tell you what something and the defense you gotta have a defense to win the ring. To some, of course you gotta, you gotta have, have a defense. defense so, of course you gotta have a defense. No, but for them, but for them, but for them to keep getting first round picks on these corners, these these linemen who are not doing who end up not doing shit for them. Who end up still getting burned? I, I get it. I'm like I get it. The, the the amount of but, these. Just think about it, bro. Think about this shit, Will. Most of that. Think about this. Most of their playoff games. When you think of the games that they lose, a good amount of it is on that defense. There are games. There's like two or three games where these things go into overtime, and the other team gets the ball. They go right down the field. That opening drive score a touchdown. Game so yeah, can you really be mad at them for drafting defense then? <laughs> so it's like, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's just they need a new scout department or something. I mean, sometimes something, it's just man. bad luck. But I do know one thing: it ain't about the wide receivers, bro. Because they, them wide receivers was balling all year. Like, uh, even though they was no names, like Addison and uh, the one other cat, they was balling. All them being healthy, they they got a decent receiving core. Like it, it's just like it's something about Aaron Rodgers. I we don't know. Like that's the hard part from looking in, looking outside in, because it's something that's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Where motherfuckers do not get along with him, and is and is it his fault or is it the coach's fault? Who knows? But I do know quarterbacks make wide receivers. I Brett Favre ain't have a bunch of fucking number one. He made them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you make them. You know Antonio, like Pittsburgh, they make the, they literally bring these motherfuckers off the street. And they make them pro bowlers. Quarterbacks do that. Good ones, the great ones do. And so I'm not really. They, that's their probably their thought. I just need to, we need to keep working on this defense because shit, we keep fucking up. Like so, I get it. They needed to really, really to play or replace that running back that they had. Maybe they did, but that guy does not do it for me. Like they, that them two, they don't do it for. Me. They just fluff. But yeah, yeah I, I don't even think we was talking about Green Bay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you says, about, when, says somebody when you said somebody said Jordan Love and Tap you said Jordan Love and it just triggered everything. Oh, yeah. All the you said Jordan Love and it just triggered <laughs> all my emotions that I felt when I heard his name called. I was like, what? I remember calling Talon literally. I was like, what the fuck did they just do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue to move on because we still haven't talked about the team that we all hate, the Miami Dolphins, and your favorite player from the Dolphins of all time. All right, Dan Marino, next. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, like, let's be real. Like, if that man has one or two Super Bowls, we're looking at Dan Marino a whole lot differently. But he doesn't. I mean, I don't even think you have to, because a lot of times it wasn't his fault. Like it literally, I I don't look at him differently. I don't. Yeah, you talk I don't, about yeah, I don't. you talk about greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's on my list. Yeah, he one of the two quarterbacks list. that literally like it. It was the de- like if they would have had a better defense, a better defense, he would have had three. Like Warren yeah. Moon has a better defense. He has two, one or two Super Bowls. Same thing with Dan Marino. 
talent is sick right now. What? Why do I be sick? <laughs> I'm just not picking Dan Marino. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going with a person that every time I heard his name, I understood that I... Oh, no. I'm, let me guess. Let me guess. Oh. Ask something to do with your, na- with your name again, right? No, 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 no. no. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no love for the bald-headed light-skinned nah, brothers? No, nah, no, that's why he didn't make this list. Nah. <laughs> He's the only tailor that ain't make this list. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. But when I heard this guy's name, I knew that I was hearing the name of a fellow brethren that studied at the Nate Dog School of Medicine. Basically, <laughs> my pick is the one and only Ricky Williams. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Hey, that's another running back who, you know, he had, he had himself he had himself a nice nice career. He had, he had a nice stretch from about, I'd say, 2000 to about 04, before the retirement. Yeah. He was a beast. He was, he was definitely a beast. And I do remember, like, because I, I think he was still playing. Was he still playing when I came down here? Yeah, I think he was. And I remember this anytime I used to hear, like, smell, smell weed when you used to pass through the stadium. I'm like, oh, shit, Ricky must be taking a halftime break. Because you can literally smell weed through the stadium all the time. And it could just be fans that smoking just like I was at the time. But <clears> other <throat> times it could be Ricky. Can y'all guys see him hear me? Everything just kind of went silent everywhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there we go. All right. All right. So, and who did you have, Chill Will, as your favorite fan of all time? Bro, that's hard, man. This shit is hard. Um, I ain't gonna say Dan Marino. I just picked somebody different. It's probably uh, Zach Thomas, maybe. Is Zach Thomas? Yeah, yeah, Zach Thomas. Oh. Yeah. I like Mark Clayton though, man. Mark Duper. Mark, I remember Mark Duper. Mark Mark Duper. And Mark Clayton was one of my two of my favorites. Super I Duper. I, I just love watching niggas play, bro. Ooh. So that shit hard for me. To be honest with you, one of my other, my second favorite Dolphins player of all time was Finkel. Oh, or, or Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn, whichever one that is. But whichever one was the football player. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> you know you're a fool, right? I am. I have no yeah. sense whatsoever. All righty. As long as you notice. Know oh, of course. Who was there? Who was there? Who was you? you said... So who was everybody's? Um, I said Dan Marino. And I had Ricky Williams. Dan Marino, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, no he, love he Brian Cox. Nah. What? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Big pause on that. Oh. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no love for, for a man with the last name Cox out here. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You guys are retarded. <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. And next, we have... The creme de la creme of the NFC least. The worst of them all. AFC. Sorry, the AFC least. The worst of them all. The most disappointing one of them all. My team, the...
They call them gangrene because to be a fan of them is literally like poison in your body. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I guess oh, since, since, we, since we allowed the Bills player to go first, I guess I'll take the one here first. Now, my favorite Jets player of all time happened to be a player I didn't even see play. The only reason he's my favorite player of all time because he is the only reason why I'm able to call my team a champion and not just and not even have at least nothing to show for our team. And that is Smoking Joe Namath. Right. That's the, that's that's legit. That's tough. That's tough. Other than that I got I got I got nothing else. Which I should even say I d I don't have enough credit. There's some there's some players from the U that I that I used to love on, on that team fight for for a while. So they, mm-hmm. I won't say they had nothing. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go I next. Who you gonna pick? Huh? I think I know who you gonna pick. Go ahead. All right. Well, either way, you, you might, you might, you might. Cause I mean, my this dude was when he played there, he was smooth, man. He was smooth when he played. Like just efficient, get the job done. My boy Curtis Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I had to take Curtis. Curtis was smooth back there running that ball for the Jets. Yeah, man, he's one of my shit. favorite running backs all time. For real, and he don't. And that's another one who don't get enough love out here. Yes, I, I'll tell you, one hundred percent. People think I'm being a like I'm being a homer when I say these two names, but Ladanian Thomason and and Curtis Martin are two of my favorite running backs of all time. LT? He did everything. He was a fantasy fucking. Yeah, well, be- because because they were they, they were two. Both they, of them. They, yeah, the same guy. Exactly because they were two. Listen, they were two yeah. everything backs. If you, if you had LT in two thousand six, you won your fantasy football league. <laughs> man, thirty one touchdowns from a running back. Oh man! Yeah, he never got imagine, hurt. fam. Imagine having LT in two thousand six with your PPR league in a PPR league. Points Man, per reception. Hurt, oh bro. my goodness. Oh my goodness. I remember he one game LT. Hurt. I remember one game LT had LT had like 100 yards rushing, receiving, two touchdowns rushing, two t- and another and, touchdown receiving. And with about eight catches out the backfield. Like you that ass? That, that's got to be like 50 fantasy points right there. Basically, like those are two guys that kind of laid the way or the, or, or the path for what was considered a normal running back now. What basically how they want yes. running backs to be, yes. that was Curtis Morgan yes. and Ladanius Thomason. Like they yes. were they, they were pioneers to their position at the time. <laughs> but but along with a couple other people, they like they weren't the only one. Um damn he's, wow. he's like he's, he's he's escaping my um my mind right now. But the guy that I'm from the Rams, I'm um, back in the day. Ah oh, shit, shit, shit Marshall. There we go, Marshall Falk. Um, like, that was like, my favorite Ram. Like like him as well. I like, see like see even him. See Ooh, see Marshall see those three smooth. names. I put all three of them yeah. above Emmett Smith. Yeah, he's a fantasy. Uh, huh? Yes. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! My gosh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Here we go! Oh my Here we gosh, go! And what you was that? Huh? What? <laughs> this is crazy. This is disrespectful. <laughs> The level of disrespect, man. Oh, man. was not man. having the shits. Chilwell is not having... He was my favorite back. Oh, oh damn. See? Oh, damn. You see? 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 Yeah. I, was, I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that's why it was so strong. I was like, ooh. Ooh, that has to be a favorite. That has to be Chilwell's favorite. That was the argument. Barry Sanders and Emmitt Smith. That was the argument. 
I mean, he was my favorite back for a long time. But but that was the argument. But it was two different players. But man, Emmett gets disrespected. I was going to say, Chill Will, you about to hate me right now because I'm about to say, Barry, take that thing. I mean, my, my favorite all time probably be Walter. Uh, Walter mm, Payton, sweetness. I mean, obviously, I'm from Cleveland, so Jim Brown is, I ain't see him play, so I can't really pick him. But uh, I don't know. Between Walter Payton and probably Christian Okoye, man, I used to love them too, bro. Man, them mm. my motherfuckers. But yeah, man, I think my favorite. Who is my favorite, man? I, I'm I'm torn between Revis and um, Keyshawn. Mm. Mm. Keyshawn. Keyshawn. It might be Keyshawn though, man, because I just like the way Keyshawn. Keyshawn played, man. He was a dog, man. Yes, Anybody at the wide receiver spot was a dog, like Heinz Ward or Ooh, Steve Smith. Heinz. That was you know my favorite. Saying? Like pick. that dog, was my favorite like, Yeah, yeah. So anybody yeah, like that, that played them positions, and it was dogs. I love it. Wide receivers back in the day has has some stuff has some stuff to him. Anquan Bolden kind of guys. Woo, Anquan yeah, Bolden. Yeah, Anquan. Like, yeah. like literally will rip, like, rip, rip a ball out of your hand. <laughs> like, nah, this, Ooh, is this nigga Quan. For no reason, he's supposed to be playing wide receiver for the second half of his career. He was he was a tight end. At the very least, he was a fucking tight end. That motherfucker was huge too. But he was still getting the job done. Yeah, I, I think my, I think one, I think one of my favorite Anquan games was the one, um, huh, Green Bay once again. It was like the opening game, like 2013. I think it was Anquan's first game in San Francisco. He went out there, got like 200 yards, 13 catches, two, three touchdowns. I'm like, damn, ate them boys alive. Hmm. Huh. Somebody well, eating true, Green Bay's man. defense alive. Well, where have I heard that before? <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Crazy. I'm like, damn, this man out here running a 4-8. We got 200 yards. Shout out to my homie Nick Mango, though, because, you know, he's a high state, high state brethren. I look. The, uh, I used to love Nick Mango at Ohio State, man. He was a hog. Okay, so what we so we sold for the New York Jets? We had Curtis Martin in here. We had we had we had Keyshawn. I had myself yeah, with Smoking Joe, and I think that covered everybody, right? Yes, I think sir. that did. Mm -hmm. All righty, so the yeah. very last team on here. I mean, granted, they, they are the they are the champions, but they are the residential cheaters of the league. We are talking about the Patriots. <sighs> These damn Patriots, they rip my Steelers hearts year after year after year. Damn bastards. All right, KJ, who has I'll, been your favorite Patriots? I'll never forgive them. To watch. I'll never forgive them for 2017 in Pittsburgh. That was a catch by Jesse James, damn it. That was a catch. But yes, as much as it pains me to say, my favorite Patriot, at the end of the day, you have to respect greatness. And when you talk about greatness, it's the cream of the crop of how you literally watch a game and it don't matter what the fucking score is. You just sit back. It's, it's a funny thing that me and my boys say. We like, yo, I don't give a damn how much time is left. Until that clock says triple zero, it's all it's not about if Brady gonna do it today. 
It's how is he gonna rip your heart out today? Yeah, he doesn't make you enjoy games. And at all. and and at the end of the day, you gotta respect that. As much as I'm pretty sure all three of us don't like that dude, and as as much as that dude has I ripped like him, up, man. Well, my it's a love hate relationship. I hate that motherfucker when he plays my Steelers. He rips Michael my Jordan, fucking man. heart out. But at the end of the day, when I'm just sitting back and just being a fan of the game, I'm like, bro, you were talking about the ice in your veins shit. Ain't no, there's, there, this is a whole nother type of ice in veins. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous how this dude pulls it out time and time again. It's ridiculous. I hate you, dog. I fucking hate you, I fucking hate you. At least he does it better than Philip Rivers. Whatever. You have way too much of a love fest over there about how many times he pulls it out for you. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you, you, got, you, got to res- you got to respect it at the end of the day. I know your petty ass is like, fuck that nigga. Oh, oh super petty. petty. Like, like da, da, da. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your favorite patriot. Probably a fucking punter. <laughs> uh, I wish it was. I wish I had a punter on that team. I, I would like. I, I almost went for the guy that's in WWE right now. I really did, but I couldn't even give him yeah. that much love. It's hard not to like him, though. It is hard, it's not, hard to like. not to like. Him it is very though. hard not to like him. Very, very hard not to like him. Like I liked him for a very brief moment when he retired and went to WWE, but then he unretired and went to Tampa Bay, and I no longer like him. So. Um, my favorite, my favorite of all time is Darrell Rebus. Mm, that's interesting. My former Jet, I have his jersey. I I had no other Patriots player I, I, I can give enough respect to Darrell Rebus. Gotcha. I'll be real. Gotcha. I'll be real. You think about it. Rebus brought them a Super Bowl. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, brought yeah. them a Super Bowl. Okay. The year, the year, the, yeah. the year prior, they were in De- they were in Denver, and Manning was eating that secondary alive. Like I said, in the I, AFC Championship game, he got to show what what I see. Like as being a fan of him, like he, granted he went to the enemy, but he got, he was able to show like yo on a good team when I'm able to like uh, shit on both sides. Like you saw how Revis Island was. Like I, I can I can make us winners, and he he basically went there. Like like that's like I told like I, I certain things about defensive back. Like he basically went over there, like Deion Sanders went, went over to the Cowboys like yo I'm gonna help you win, and brought him over the Listen, top. Listen, I I remember the day I heard that shit. I'm like wait a minute, they just gave the best def- the best coach ever and greatest defensive mind out here. The best cornerback in the league. Oh, after seeing, after seeing what on, Rex man. Ryan, he wasn't, he wasn't cool. was in his prime though. He wasn't quite in his prime. He, he, he wasn't even his prime anymore. But, but he wasn't even his prime. But but uh, he was, was he was he he was he. But it wasn't the the prime like the it was like the prime like where you at the edge of it. Yeah. But like you just have just enough left. Uh, yeah, just enough yeah, left. Yeah, and, yeah, and the fa- yeah. and the fact and the fact that Belichick's mind how it works. He wasn't gonna put him in positions to really get exposed out here. Unlike when he went but back then, to the Jets, when he was just getting anyway. raped all over. He gets you right before your prime and lets you go right before your super prime. He might re- get you back after your prime, just so he don't have to pay you. Uh-huh. He, that's that's how he did, bro. He gets people at the, right at the end of their prime, so you don't got to pay your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, shit, that would lead up to mine then, Corey Dillon. Mm. Oh, mm. Understood. 
<laughs> Understood. Uh, that's that's when it was that's when like the only thing they were missing back then was a good running game, and they. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Perfectly understood. Yep. And, and that motherfucker. Um. Well, you know who else? They, they, may, they remind me of Vin, uh, two other players though. Vince Wilfred was uh, a guy who I that, that I almost picked, but Kevin Falk, man, he would have been a fantasy feast too. Like, remember Kevin Falk? That dude. Definitely remember Kevin Falk. That Numbers, man just boy. That, that man just made plays. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> whenever a little little third and four. Let me tell you, yeah. a little third yeah, and four pass play. You, you definitely one of Brady's go tos. Coming yeah. right out the backfield, Kevin Ford with a little nice little ten yards right here. He'd have been the a little, fanny, a little fall forward. Get the little quick yards. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? You know what? This 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 portion of the segment is, is being way more depressing than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> see what see what we should have done. What we should have done is we should have started with the Patriots just to get their asses out the way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why you let this happen. Well, it was alphabetical. Like I couldn't help it how their name well, fell. Well, fuck the alphabetical shits right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, At yeah. least for this part. Yeah, they just left me all, all kinds of like you know what I, I think we just uh, you know actually you know what. We have one other thing that we can still talk about, and it's a, and it just happens to be a little bit more depressing than this anyway. And that is the New York Jets. I mean, the New York Knicks. <laughs> All right, guys. I think this is the time of the show where I got to go because Wait, my, this is talk, your my, fault. My, Don't you dare go talk, anywhere. This is your fault. Talk, you brought talk this about up my bummy Knicks. You brought this up to my attention. You're the one that showed me this. I was going on about my day all hunky-dory, and then you put this on my radar. You wanted to talk about this. Floor is open. Freshly waxed. Guan, Bredgen. All right. All right. right. Well, you know, the, the reasons with these Knicks... If I if I really express my emotion every time I see some Knicks news, I I would probably die due due to like you know heart attacks and shit like that all of that. So that's why when it comes, that's why certain times talent. Oh oh, and his mic just got cut off. Did you get that upset? So let's go ahead and and at least go ahead and preface <laughs> what happened here, right? <laughs> Is that the New York? There's news that the New York Knicks are looking for a shooting big man. And they're looking to get one either in yeah, the offseason or... What are you at now? Y'all can in hear me draft. now? In the draft? What are you at in the draft now? If they draft right now, they're probably going to have like a top seven pick, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear so you. it's possible. Right. It's a possible they can get Wiseman. So but, I don't think they'll be but caring. But chill, Will. So, but... Understand, when I saw that... I was sick. I'm like, you're looking for a what? You're looking for a what? You just had that two years ago, and you traded it. For what? For fucking what? All because he didn't want to be there anymore? I got yeah, answers for that. But here's the thing. Why didn't he want to be there anymore? This is after, this was literally the same year he for goes out and says he wants to be a though. Nick. He wants to be a Nick for life. But they alienated him to the point where he didn't even want to be on that fucking team anymore. The organization. Well, that, I mean, that's a moot point. You're right. I got you. But that, that's a moot point after the fact, you know. So they, what do you do now? They, they, as, this is Talon's favorite, one of Talon's favorite phrases, and he'll appreciate this. They do 
hold my they have better hold my beer moments than anybody <laughs> because man it was already bad enough it was already bad enough how you dropped the ball with the coming out and speaking about racial injustice with the bullshit email and then the cover-up email which already basically just took us out of getting free agents for the next two years because that's bad and then you come out here talking about you want to get a bit shooting big man through free agency like i just said you can shoot the free agency idea because you just shit the bed with with, with, with the email bullshit. and then you go talk Man, about you go and then you go give the ball, period they started with listen 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 no 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 oh no way before oakley i'm at the point right now where you know how because i'm sure we we all have we all have kids nephews all of that you know when you know when they do something stupid something dumb where you have to where you literally look at them in the face and you break down why they did what they did was so dumb and then they just stand there looking stupid i'm at the point where i feel like i need to get everybody who's been in that new york knicks organization since 1999 which is probably like 500 people sit them down in one of them big ass sit them down in one of them big ass harvard rooms and go Decision by decision since 1999 and say, do you know why this was a bad idea? Do you know why this was stupid? Do you know why saying this was wrong? What the fuck? You see the domino effect? You got to talk to Phil Jackson. I got to talk. I got to talk to Phil. I got to talk to Donnie. I got to talk to Dolan. I got to talk to so many people. Isaiah. Isaiah. Name them oh all. Mike hard. Woodson. Mike D'Antoni. So I got to talk to all these hey, niggas. How many... That lets me think. How many players? Like, name your your like top or whatever you can think of players that before when they played, you had so much respect for. But when you actually got to know these motherfuckers, it just it just vaporized. Isaiah is one of those people. Like, he was one of my favorite players all time, and he gets disrespected for his his who he is as a, as a player. Um, he's he's overlooked as the position he played. Um, but man, like, no, nah, I just don't. Man, just to hear that dude talk. Him and that front office was the start of it. Him hating on Jordan uh, as well is ridiculous. Although they do it to each other, but man, <laughs> he's one of them. He's one of them. Barkley, another one. Barkley, like sometimes I get pissed. Sometimes he cool, but then sometimes I'm like, man, Barkley, bro. I mean, I never have a problem. Ray Lewis, with at least the man speak his mind. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's that's, what I that's, how, that's how I can always. I, that's how I can always respect him. And plus, I, I have, I'm I'm, ad, I'm adamant on making sure people know that Barkley had a game because for some reason people out here talking out the side of their neck like Charles I'm glad Barkley you was. Said that. Like, I'm like Charles Barkley was chopped liver out here. You motherfuckers better go watch some YouTube clips and go see Barkley, some of this YouTube, man's numbers like, in the playoffs. You watch the game. Six, like, four, I, I'm four, sorry. Four. Like, t- first of Are all, you kidding me? points in a playoff game. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is a center. Number one. And Tim Duncan is not better than Patrick Ewing, David Robinson. I'm taking Lonzo Mourning over him. Um, and I'm taking the, the main centers. I'm taking over him. And first of all, well, second of all, he for me, he's not better than Malone or Barkley for me. Like, I, I watch Barkley play at a high level. And that, I mean, he's obviously not a great defender like Tim Duncan was, but again, Tim Duncan was less. Tim Duncan was blessed, bro. Like with a whole situation, his whole career that Barkley never had. He carried the whole team by himself. Tim Duncan always had two or three guys. Sometimes, you know, 
sometimes more depending on who it is, you know, as far as rings, like a yeah. Steve Kerr or Steven Jackson out there dropping. Like, man, um, he Elliot, had a squad. Elliot or the Jet. Um, yeah, shit. <laughs> he had a squad. And he always like, had a squad. Ginobili! Ginobili, Parker, um, Big Shot Bob. Like... <clears throat> Think about yeah, think about Barkley and Philly. Big shot Bob over there. Think about Bob. Think about Barkley and Philly with with David Robinson, bro. And Sean Elliott, like that should be crazy. Or 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 uh, what's the other guy? Fuck, I can't that's remember. What, that's what or made, that's what made that series for New York so. A young Tony Parker. Is that they had two that's seven footers? No, they were called the Twin Towers. If we would have had a healthy Patrick Ewan and Marcus Camby going into that, we would have beat them. I like Shit it. Crazy man. I like it. I, I just Cause Spreewell was hooping. Shout out Spreewell, my guy. Oh my, that's my man. I don't know what happened. That's why I don't respect Kevin Garnett. Him, these are two of our. Him and the Duncan are overrated as hell to me. <laughs> just because, I'm telling you, Garnett was my favorite player until he went to the playoffs and kept choking. Like you got Spreewell, you got you got some of the most. You got some dogs with you, bro. Man, What's again, wrong? You can't win with again, them. Then again, Shaq and Kobe were problems, so you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know that, but damn. You KG, nigga. You're supposed to be the greatest. Yeah, Tim KG, Duncan, KG, you know, KG he's not doing consider- nothing with Shaq. <laughs> KG not doing right, nothing right, with Shaq. You're right. You're right. I can't. can't and KK, K- right. like I said, KG is one man. That, but guess who the, did? Did Shaq and Kobe? Hey. Yeah. Hey, but guess who did? But guess who did, though? Shout out Popovich for that. Shout out yep, Popovich. Yep, yep, yep. And that's Vich. why I say you overrating that. You oh, they overrate Tim Duncan, but man, bro, I just hated. I just, I just hate that Garnett. Just the way he played, though. It ain't even just that he lost. It's just he just didn't show up like he's supposed to. Like man, and he's way more. He's way more bark than he is bite. Just yang yang yang, man. Shut your ass up and play. Get put listen weights. Listen weights, nigga. Like you need to you need to be a real tough guy, not just a loud guy. You need to be a tough guy. You play power four, cuz. Jeez. You know what you know what Chill Will sound like? Chill Will sound like he betted on a game when Kevin <laughs> was featured and he bro, didn't come I through just, and he's holding bro, it against him for the rest 15, of his life. Fifteen dollars at the lunch table. That oh. <laughs> <laughs> fifteen was everything back at the lunch table in school. Fifteen dollars in high school was like fucking one hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's so you you could eat for almost a week. <laughs> that, that's I'm saying that's a week's worth of lunch money, me. Man, killed me, man. KG was my favorite. Damn, son. I feel I do respect it. I do feel like what was around him in Minnesota was kind of yeah. Except for that one year that you was talking about when they had Spree and all of that. Yeah. Cause Spree was only there for that one season. He was only there for that and one okay season, and then they still they still had and they had they had Cassell that year. They had a squad. It's just Shaq and Kobe, especially especially yeah, the previous yeah. especially the previous year. Yeah, yeah. The way they lost when San Antonio beat the shit out of them in Game Six in their own stadium. You know, you know those guys weren't going out like that to Minnesota. They were gonna lose. It had to be a real team like Detroit. I'll be damned if Vladi Diva can get Shaq that business and KG can't, though. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Diva, Diva yeah. gave Shaq work? 
But de- I'm trying to recall yeah. that. Like, see, <laughs> but you know what though? It might, he might, like, it must have been Vladi. Well, it must have been Vladi shooting I'm not saying he was better. Okay. I'm not saying he was better. Obviously not. But Vladi used to give him Vladi and Yao Ming because used to give Shaq and Elijah one obviously I'm not, that work. We saw Vladi like I I, I want to say like at the at the tail end of his career. I, I feel like a prime Vladi in the in the same time that Shaq was coming up in his prime and guarded them boys. If we would have had if we would have had Vladi, he would have been working Garnett. He would have been working Garnett. Like Vladi, Vladi was skilled. Like Vladi worked. Man, like, Vladi, like, Vladi yo, was that dude. Man. Like don't oh, let Vladi was, sleep uh, on you. Like 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 he helped. Oh like, no no, no. Vladi was that guy. It's just the the problem is just you know the times that they was really the time that they was really going up against Shaq. He's the old I'm, I'm I'm watching I'm watching Shaq's numbers. Twenty eight and thirteen. 30 and 14. I, I remember watching the video of Shaq Clown and Vladi after they just beat them in Sacramento in game seven. Winning the championship, take everything you've got. Like I said, by I'm that like, time damn. he's catching Vladi the time that in guy. his career. Like I said, exactly. Way their, different. Like I said, way in their different. prom, like I said, I think even Vladi's footwork like, would have rivaled them too much in their prom. Like he was, he was scared. That's what I was saying. I used to, old Vladi used to get him that work. Oh, bro. I'm old, like, I'm like, old boom, Vladi was boom, working. Boom, like, Boom, boom, boom! I like bam, drop, and so he out there perform. I'm just saying, at, at an old ass dude like that out there performing That's just like at his best, that trying his best. Yeah. And KG out if there anything. just stinking it up. I'm like, <laughs> if any, if, if any, together. if anything, you know, another person you got to add in there, you got to add C Web in that list too. Well, in yeah, terms of, in terms of, in terms of not coming through. Yeah, that's oh, I didn't know. I, I'm not a bit. He's not a clutch guy. I was about to say, I can't. He's not Vladi as far Vladi was a clutch guy. Like, Even Brad Miller was a clutch guy. To be to be real, to be Brad real, play this part. To be real, I tell you, if there's if there's one team who who wrote the book on choking, man, Sacramento, man, and, and not for nothing, oh Shaq for all, for all of his bad free my throws, God. he always made them when it mattered. When it mattered, or so at least you, made you one when it clutch. mattered. Like you talk about clutch, <laughs> yeah. Like he'll miss them all clutch. game and, 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 then you, and then you got Bibby, and then you got Bibby, no Bibby was clutch. Bibby was clutch. It was, and that's all I'm about to say. I'm about to say, chill, Will. It wasn't Bibby fault why, why they didn't win. It was damn sure was Bibby fault. Man, that nigga was amazing. Listen, I never forget that. Let me let me, let me let me t- let me tell you, Bibby, damn near the reason why that shit even went seven games. One game fought. Him, him, hit, hit, hit the game winner in game five. Hit the game winner in game five. Game three, they but beat the shit out the Lakers. Bibby was doing Doug work Christian all over them. Should have been a Nick, but Pat Riley doesn't believe in young players. That's true. Ooh, I remember when ooh. he was wearing the Knicks. Pat, Doug, Doug, Doug Christie. Doug, Doug Christie. Yeah. yeah, Doug Christie was a Nick. Man, that nigga. Hey, he's, Doug Christie he's was so the, underrated. Doug Christie was the fifteenth man on that <sighs> Knicks team. Couldn't get mm-hmm, any bro. burn behind Listen. Pat Riley and his philosophy. Goes to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's the first, ver- like one play. of the first versions of, of of three and D that you saw. Man, <laughs> listen, look, look, look. Hey, one no, person who he's definitely... a top defender all time, though. Like yes. Doug Christie's a top defender all time. Like that dude got busy. Let me tell you, that's, one that's a foundation that one, they helped one build person. in New York as well if too, because they were so big on defense and so and so big on working their guys out like that. That's something that they even built in New York. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If there was one person in Sacramento who shit the bed more than anybody on that team, my boy Pager. 
Choreographer. My guy was. Oh, he was. You, you if if you if you about to argue with me on that, you are gonna have to go back and watch that game seven. You are gonna have to go back and watch that game seven. He Those wasn't as bad as C Web though, man. Oh, chill, will. You definitely gonna have to go back and watch that game seven. Man, yeah, but he was new pager, wasn't he? That's like that. That, oh. nah, I don't, that wasn't that wasn't Pager Pager though. Like that was Chill Will, Chill Will. I don't know. Chill Will. I understand missing some shots. My guy was hitting the side of the backboard. Why airballing shit? I'm like, yo, Pager, come on, son. But Pager didn't even belong. Come on, man. You gotta give a break to this boy. He he's out there with the, all these athletic black guys. There was Pager he and also Hazier Turkaloo he as well. He don't belong out there. They had Turkaloo as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Turkaloo, 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 Orlando Turkaloo, Orlando Turkaloo got busy. Hey. Orlando <laughs> Turkaloo got busy. Hey, Nobody, anybody who wants to talk shit about Orlando Turkaloo, I will stand up for that nigga all day long. But even that, in Sacramento, though, that Turkaloo, he just was waiting. He was waiting in the wings. He got busy. Like when he got in, he yeah. Still when he got, got in, he, yeah. When he got in, he did what he could. You know, like he he was he was like that player. Like if shit's going good, you kept that nigga in the game. Yes, yeah. But once, yes, but once, yes. but once, but once shit started going bad. Oh no 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 no! no. You out! You out! 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 Yo, sit right here. Get cozy. Right once there. Once his on man his starts blowing by him and he starts just hacking, like okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all right. It's like he don't, he don't, he don't. The offense is not matching. The offense is not matching the defense. The offense is not matching the defense. You get caught flat Ball three times. Okay, we're pulling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Fox is blowing you off the dribble. You got to come sit down. You got to come sit down. You got to come sit down. You got to enjoy both of them. They're though, like, oh, you per Davis is you per Davis blowing by you. Uh, uh. <laughs> you got you got Brian Shaw looking like a starting point guard. Come sit down. Come sit down. What? Come sit down. How many times uh, you go like Eric Snow get to the there? lane? <laughs> <laughs> man, Bobby good. Jackson on that team too, man. Bobby Jackson. Oh, man. That's the one. That's the one. Hey, the spark plug. Hey, him and Bibby. Hey, I'm man. I used to love them. Not watch them guys play. I'm talking about like real niggas in the clutch. I don't know what happened, man. But Bibby should have never left Sacramento. I don't know what. When I heard he was going to Atlanta, I was like, no, 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 happened, no, no, no. I never like. I just respect those. I, I like. I just respect those guys because in the clutch, man, they were so money. Like Bibby was so money. Like Christy was so money at doing what they veins. do. Like I, I remember Christy. Like he can't. Christy can't shoot. He's hitting big shot. Like this guy can't even really shoot for real. This shot looks so game. ugly. I'm like, oh my gosh, this nigga is clutch. He hit the shot all game. He went to the fourth quarter. Like, wow, this nigga clutch. I would love watching them, them niggas play, man. If it wasn't for Shaq and Kobe, man, they probably would have had exactly. one or two of themselves. Sacramento did have one of the most ex electrifying teams to watch. I used to love watching that, them play, too. They were excited. Year, man. Oh, love them niggas, man. Them, and then once again, two, like they years, had Doug Christie on the years, team, so, I had, so I'm watching like one of my former Knicks play. I'm like, okay, let me see what he does over there. And I'm so yeah, and then I watch him that light it up. Hurt. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, we let this guy go. Yeah, and, I, and I remember the year before that, we lost in a we lost in a, in a playoff game that I thought we could have used him, in, and they left that nigga on the bench with the long face. Like, 
and I mean, just left him there, just left him there. I I remember the camera going to him a couple times. He was just sitting on the end of the bench with the long face, like, okay, I guess, you know. Hey, I never seen nobody D Kobe up better than Doug Christie, period. Like, I, I, Kobe's obviously always Kobe. But Doug hey, Christie. one thing, yeah. Yeah, they, they made they made that, Kobe work. Them in Portland. Them in Portland made Kobe work. Man. They made Kobe work. Oh, don't, don't forget about and, don't forget uh, all, who else? To, Tony Allen. Tony Allen was a beast. Not on, Tony on Allen. Uh, the guy from the guy from San Antonio. Um not Sean Elliott. Um, Bruce Bowen. There we go. Bruce there we go. Bowen. Bruce Bowtie Elliott. Oh yeah. yeah. Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen. He was like a Dennis Rodman to me, though, like an irritant. He's like a little dirty. He was shit sometimes. To get in <laughs> Definitely. You know I mean? Definitely. He's part of the reason why 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 they got that rule about, you know, letting players come down. You can't not coming under right, their feet. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I never like I never like that shit. I never like that shit. As somebody who plays basketball and, sh- and shot through in shot jumpers, I could not you know stand. what you're doing. Exactly, I could not stand when somebody would come right up under my feet. And that's the reason why they rolling my. I ran somebody down, basically hopping on one leg because that shit pissed me off one time. Because that that was the third time that person did it that game. I'm like three times, my nigga. God damn, you got to see me now. Yeah, and that's the reason why the NBA like did away with that rule so easily because, like they said, like if you play. You know that the person know what they're doing. You know that it's avoidable. You know, I'm like, like nah, that's not, that's not how you contest. Like, 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 so you know that's the reason why was like, oh, why are they taking that out? Like, nah, you haven't played ball. No, nah, like, like, you don't play you don't ball enough to like you don't play <laughs> to even to even want to think that. Like that yeah. that rule that rule right there will show who plays ball and who doesn't. Because the people who like, what the fuck, fuck that mean? You don't play. Either you don't play or you don't shoot. It's like the people mm-hmm. don't understand. That's, how, that's what I hate. I, that's why I hate arguing motherfuckers who never really play. Because you be like, bro, like, you don't understand. Like, it's certain mm-hmm. levels little, of respect. Little like, idios, I, idiosyncrasies in the game that you you, you would have... Yeah, this, like, this you got to understand. Never and realize. not to take anything away from people that don't play that you... Listen, there, there's, some, there's a level of shit that you will get. There's some little things that you don't get until either of you've played or until you try to coach or try... Like, there, there's some little things right, that right, you, right. you just won't see, yes. you won't get. You won't, like... It's not to take anything away from their knowledge. You just you just don't know. <laughs> and sometimes, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. And then like, especially like with um shooting though, like what, like if you've never been a good shooter, like I'm a I'm a shooter. Like in certain things, like I'm like man, that's that's they doing that shit on purpose. That shit almost like cheating. You know what I'm saying? That right there is almost like cheating. Especially like mm-hmm. for a shooter, because he got to worry about you know what I mean. This dude, I now I just can't shoot. But that's a good defensive tactic though. Because it got mm-hmm. you now. You now you thinking about it. It'll, it'll be in your head. Else. It'll be exactly. in your head. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. So, man, so what, 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 I, do, I do know one. I do know one thing though. You come up under my legs. I roll my ankle on you. You gonna have to see no, I'm me, not. man. Yeah, I ain't no. You gonna have to see me. my shit. I start kicking off. Exactly. I used to put my yeah. knees up, going to the hole. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, yeah. See, yeah. That's exactly. that's when that's when I start doing that. That's when I start doing that. Reggie Miller. If there's one thing, talent you can agree on right now, dude, kicking that leg out. There you go. Yeah. Yep. You that's can, how you, you have to learn. Go on the offense. I'll kick a nigga in this ball real quick. <laughs> <laughs> or you catch. Or you catch them. Or you catch them on a box out. Like, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like. There's, 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 there's ways. Oh yeah, like listen, pay, that payback, payback is a whole bunch of ways. <laughs> but fellas, straight up, 
I think we, we're going to call it a wrap. I do appreciate you guys, as always, joining the podcast. Absolutely. Everybody dog. that came always through it. Good. You know, it's like I said, I always like the free chill wheel on the podcast. My co-host, KJ, my boy, Luke, came through. We saw a poll in the comments. Natalie, as well. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was Looney that also, that also popped by. I appreciate everybody that came through and showed love. You know what I like to say, especially with the times that we are going through right now. Let the optimism of tomorrow be a foundation for today. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast, and we are out of here. KJ, say goodbye to the people. People, stay safe. We love you. You know the vibe. It's always love. Spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. And please, especially with the time with the times going on right now, it is definitely more important to be spreading love out here in these streets. On the real. Spread love on is the, the real. Brooklyn way. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My T! Hello? You play to win the game.